All right, let's see. We gotta we gotta find a parking spot here. Man, there's there's not as many cars around here as I thought there was. Gonna be. No, I don't know. There's parking spots everywhere. Just yeah. just pull here. All right, sweet. Yeah. All right, so there's well, there's a convention center. Not not a long walk, man. This is a really good spot. Yeah, this is great, man. Who thought that we have such prime parking? We got here late too. God, man, we're we're just not on top of things. You know, I can't believe LA LA is this this great. I mean, I thought this city was horrible. Yeah. It's, I don't know, there'd be people everywhere, especially around E3. Shouldn't there, shouldn't there be like signs telling us where to go or something? Or yeah, I don't see anything. Well, they don't want to let just strangers walk in. So yeah, is it, aren't there bouncers or no, no bouncers? No, they're not. Hmm. This is weird. Is that That's the E3 club. <laughs> well, well, there's the doors. So why don't, why don't we just go in? Hang on. What, what are those trucks? Those trucks are oh. leaving. That's they a Sony. Is that a Sony truck? Whoa. Yeah. Do you think I they just made a delivery or no? Wait. No, they're leaving. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, well, that reminds me of the Microsoft truck I saw an hour ago. I just I wait, think... wait. Guys, Are we passed on the freeway. What day is today? <laughs> Today's Sunday. Sunday. Sixteenth. Yeah. June sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Somebody Google search Google. <laughs> Google will solve all of our problems. Google. E3 2013. The 2013 E3 conference began on June 11th and ended on June 13th at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Oh, crap. Guys, that started on the 11th. No, crap. And it ended on the 13th. We're a week late. No. week late? How could we? Uh, You know what? I've got a solution to this. Let's use Google to rewatch everything. What's up, everybody? Welcome to E3 2013. There's lots of exciting news to share on Vita as it approaches its second year in the market, and PlayStation 3 lineup is stronger than it's ever been. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm thrilled to introduce the PlayStation 4. We pride ourselves in supporting independent and smaller developers. Of course, PlayStation 4 will also be home to giant blockbuster games. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to E3. It's all about the games. We're going to update the Xbox 360 console with a modern look and feel based on the Xbox One design. This is the new Xbox 360. It's smaller, sleeker, and as quiet as ever. And it's available starting today. Rise, Son of Rome will be available exclusively on Xbox One at launch and it's now in sheer playable at E3. We listen and Killer Instinct is back only on Xbox One. I'm proud to give you your first look at the world of Sunset Overdrive. What you see behind me is Forza Motors... Hello everyone, this is Satoru Iwata from Nintendo. I'm coming to you from a large conference room on the seventh floor of the Nintendo headquarters in Kyoto. At the end of the month, we will be holding our annual general meetings of shareholders here. Today, we'd like to deliver directly to you updates on games that we will be showing at E3 2013, which starts in Los Angeles in just a few hours. We are broadcasting this Nintendo Direct simultaneously around the world, so thank you for joining us today. First, please take a look at this. 
Kalos region, home of your new Pokemon adventure. An amazing new world to explore. This is the Nexus Special, episode 21, E3 2013, on Sunday, June 16th, 2013. And now, more Cinemagraphic. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck with guests Kyle Shaplowski, Samuel Roth, and maybe Ryan Rampersted. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and welcome, folks. Man, it's a good thing that we can find this uh, this studio over here in Los Angeles to record yeah, our no, I mean, I've got connections everywhere. Uh, yeah, so That's in funny, because it's in a bar. Right, right. <laughs> Right, you know, and, and of course, you know, where, I know where all the bars are, and so, uh, you know. I, I think that guy has got just thrown that out there. I'm going there. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm okay with what that guy has <laughs> Maybe he wants to join us. <laughs> I don't think he speaks any English. <laughs> well, that, that might fit in right here, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's all nerd speech here. Yes. And welcome, folks. This is 8 bits. Actually, it's not. It's not? <laughs> nah, this is a Nexus special. Nexus My special. Google Docs says 8-bit. Yes, shh, it lied. <laughs> Remember that time that it that it said 8-bit and now it doesn't? Yeah, it magically changed because Ryan and I changed it. Yeah. Oh my god, it, now it says nothing. And welcome, folks, I don't know where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, um, we're at Nexus. Nexus special right now. Yes, yes. Now this is going to be the best... Like the best Nexus special ever, because none of us actually read any news about E3. We just kind of watched a few of the, uh, you know, the E3 press conferences after they happened, and uh, we're mostly probably going to be talking about, you know, the next-gen consoles and the pros and cons of each one from yeah, our perspective, but I we have no real information. <laughs> yeah, one of the best things about it is we have no clue what everyone else thinks about this, right? No, yeah. what we're saying is we did tons of research about this, and we are going to be the premier experts on this. And you need oh, to trust yeah. everything we say. Everything. We need to our hordes of citations. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Wikipedia? <laughs> so, right, so, starting with Nintendo, since I guess Nintendo actually did go first in chronological order. Uh, nope, they went last. Oh, never mind. I thought they were so going like a day early. Here. Wait, uh, we oh, were going... last year they went a day early, didn't they? I think that's unsimilar. We're, basically, the reason that we're going with Nintendo first is that I might be pulled away at any given time. Yes. Due to the fact that other human beings exist in this world. Like guns. Ones with guns. Yeah. yeah. He seems mighty interested in you. <laughs> He's giving you... Giving you that evil eye. <laughs> I should not have worn this wife beater. Oh! Well, see, we told you about that in the car, but you didn't listen. <laughs> I even turned away so you could change. I gave you a sweater. <laughs> Yes, in it's L.A. Hot, I know you guys were commenting on my choice of purple shorts, okay? I switched <laughs> to blue, but... Oh, man. So, well, so, Sam, tell us a little bit about what Nintendo was doing. Okay, the way Nintendo structured this was the day before three began, they had a 40-minute Nintendo Direct, and that's what I spent most of my time on. But Nintendo also had a big show at the floor of E3. They had 71 Wii U demo stations set up for people play a lot of the games that they talked about, and they had a bunch of 3DSs. Um, they had developer directs, they called them, to focus on specific games. So some of my information will be coming from those also. Uh, and all of those about, links are in the show yeah, notes. 
Now, everything I'm talking about, I have linked. The first link, where applicable, is to the trailer for whatever game. The next link is the developer direct for it, where you get real information from the developers hands-on. Um, I'm going to talk about each game, what I noticed about it, what they showed in the trailer, and then I'm going to ask you guys for your commentary on it, or if you've got any questions or anything. Okay? Cool. Uh, Sounds good. Yes, going... Master. <laughs> I'm going in the order of the Direct, and it started out with Pokemon X and Y. Um, this is obviously going to sell hilarious amounts of 3DSs. Um, the big thing... First, they need to find people who don't have 3DSs. Everyone. I mean, really. Everyone. Um, well, I, I mean, nobody has that. Fastest selling console in history. So, you know, whatever. No one has it, apparently. No. Um, the They showed a few things. Most of the things we've already seen. The 3D graphics. Um, the biggest new things they showed to focus on. They showed group battles. Like five wild Pokemon at once. Instead of just, you know, one. So that looked really different. Because the trainer only deploys, your character only deploys one Pokemon. Not like two or three. And the enemy has five wild Pokemon. And depending on the moves you use, like I suppose Earthquake, will affect numerous mods and enemies compared to moves that only affect one. So that's a new thing. They showed a new type, fairy type of Pokemon, which Eevee has a new form for. Uh, fairy types are good on dragons. I suppose this is to help balance out the metagame. And, you know, they're showing it applies to some earlier Pokemon, like Jigglypuff, for example. It's not going to be a normal fairy type, I imagine. Does it count as um, metagame when they literally talk about that in the TV show and in the game and in, like, everything? That, yes. What? The That's types... That... No, they introduced fairy type for a metagame purpose, not because it's cool or new. They oh, okay. Dragons are overpowered. Well, I mean, it it was pretty darn balanced before. Like, it seems like they didn't need to add this to, you know, for any metagame well, purposes. sadly, you're not an avid Pokemon metagamer as far as I know, unless you picked that up while we were in the car. But, well, um... I have heard huge Pokemon fans complaining about this, going like, it doesn't make sense, it was already balanced. And, well, we'll see how it goes as time comes. We haven't seen many, like, new fairy moves or anything, or new fairy evolutions. Well, not so to mention, are... there's only, like, 12 dragons in the whole game, so, like, that balances itself right there. Right. Actually, they've been adding, like, more each generation. No, fine. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Eight new ones, so it's 20. Of course, it's six gens. Um, they also show this cool little thing called Pokemonomy, I think it was pronounced. And that was just a new way to interact with the Pokemon and develop a relationship with them. Like, you could pet them, give them food, play little games with them. I thought it was interesting. Use the touch screen for those things. So it looks like uh, Game Freak is really adding a lot to this. It looks, from my perspective, to be a really big change to the Pokemon formula. I also like the box on the to that. Um, it's launching worldwide, which is new to it, October 12th. The first Pokemon to try and launch worldwide. Wow. Um, overall, I'm interested. I haven't played a Pokemon game since uh, Soul Silver, mm-hmm. and I played for quite a bit of that one. So I think I'll probably be picking this one up probably for Christmas. I might ask for his gift that year. Well, you know, that's um, that's right next to my birthday, so, you know. Uh, you want me to buy you a 3DS XL with Pokemon bundles? Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> I'm so tempted to do it just to see you <laughs> You'd probably, you'd, he'd hand it to him, and then he would throw it at the wall. No, because that thing's worth money. And there's a lot of desperate college students on my campus who would go ape shit for, you know, a... a uh... thanks, for, thanks for just shitting on the gift there, man. <laughs> a gaming system with about a dozen types of games you'll never play anywhere else. Thanks. I mean, how how much, like, fraction-wise of a PS4 would that be? Like, in my, yeah. oh. price dollars Yeah. If you could sell them, um, half. Half? Okay, well, that's yep. decent. There that you go. Thing yep. ever. You can make 50%. 
Um, actually, if it's a limited edition release, what you should do is wait a month and then, or six months and then sell it for quite a bit more. Mm. Um, so anyway, any questions about Pokemon or anything about the new X and Y? Um, I mean, I hear that they're adding a lot of things like, um, you know, full uh, character customization and everything. And, yep, you've got and, three basic choices for each male and female of how they look, and you can actually um, change the accessories as you go. Also, they are innovating in a way that no one ever has before. You can walk diagonally. Oh, this is yeah. what everybody's been waiting for in Pokemon. This is going to be the game changer right oh, here. You, you watch. This will sell out for months, I predict. Oh, well, I mean, it's Pokemon, so... I mean, nobody's expecting it to do badly. Or what? Diagonal movement, yeah. Well, moving on next. Nintendo had announced in their January Direct that they were going to show a new 3D Mario. And they did. But it wasn't the Galaxy 3 that everyone thought. It's Super Mario 3D World. It's like a sequel to Super Mario 3D Land on 3DS. Um, It has the first true 3D Mario game with four-player multiplayer. Which looks really good, and people have played them at the demo stations. Uh, around the Best Buys and stuff, have said that it looks fantastic, it works really well, it's it's great. There are four playable characters who all play different. Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Princess Peach. Mario is balanced, Luigi jumps the highest, Toad runs the fastest, and Peach can float. So each character does something new. Um, you can play co-op or competitive, it keeps like track of a score for each individual person as you go. So that adds a lot of replay value, just trying to beat your friends' records and stuff. Um, are uh, the are the co-op and competitive modes like one mode. they're they're not part of the same uh, like campaign? It's one are mode. they? It's just based on how you play. Okay. Um, okay. Campaign story mode will be something that you can play drop in, drop out. I'm assuming. Okay. That's the most logical thing for Nintendo to do the way they do it. Three um, D Land had amazing sales across um, in every region that it was in. 3D Land is one of the big things credited with causing the 3DS sales to pick up. Uh, Nintendo, the 3DS sold great first, then it dropped. Nintendo cut the price and it went up, then it dropped. Then Mario Kart, Ocarina of Time remade, and um, Mario 3D Land came out and sales picked up and they've been going down since. Fastest selling system that there's been. So this is based on that. Um, They've got a new power to the form of a cat suit, which it looks okay. Like, you can um, uh, climb up walls with it, which looks very different. And it's got a pounce. That's like a new technique. I, I assume that you can't just uh, climb up any old wall that you want uh, to. Like, there's got to be restrictions. It seems like you can climb up just about anything you wanted, but some of them have time for climbing. You can't climb up straight. It, it's oh, okay. Wild. But I really liked what I saw, but I'm not sure so far about it. If it will just be another power-up, if it will be something cool. Um... The clear pipes, instead of green ones, they change the old green pipes so they're clear so you can watch as you move through them. So you can, like, dodge enemies in them, shoot fireballs into them. I thought that was interesting, Hmm. just a new, different way of doing it. And it launches this December. It'll be probably their big holiday game. Overall, I'm very excited for it. Mario is one of my favorite game franchises of all time. And 3D Land was one of my favorite Mario games. So I'm really excited for this one. And I expect that a lot of people will enjoy it. it. I can understand disappointment that's not some completely new, innovative Mario that's unlike anything else that pushes the system to its full graphical capability, that it's just like, oh, 3D Mario. You know, people are hoping for a Galaxy-type game or something. But I'm happy overall. So any questions on this? Not really. Sounds like a good game. Definitely check it out. Yep, if you are a Nintendo fan, uh, this is one to look for, or if you just like platformers. Well... Next up, they showed Mario Kart 8, which I was... That one looked really great graphically. That was probably one of the best 
looking game that they show. And I would say it's one of the better ones at E3. No, it's not the best looking one, but I mean it's in the top half of new games shown, I would say, graphically. Um, 60 frames per second, and they're trying to maintain that with two players. I think with two game pads, they might have said they're trying to maintain that. Wait, two game pads? That's possible? Yeah, the Wii U could only could, uh, support one game pad. Oh, Wii U supports two game pads. They've said that from the beginning that it can. Oh. No games have done it yet. Well, I stand corrected. Yep, yep. Um, this game might be trying to. I'm not sure if it will actually do it, or if that's just like for tech purposes. They're trying to make sure it can run 60 frames with two game pads. Um, it features 12 players at once, which I think that's pretty cool. Um, online, and it features local multiplayer as well. And the new thing they're selling with this is that it adds like an anti-gravity thing. You can go on walls or on the ceiling to make courses more variety and stuff. It also takes Mario Kart 70 hang gliders and the going underwater stuff. So, you know, I'm not a giant Mario Kart fan, but I'll be getting it because... Uh, my brother will get it, and my one of my friends was, and we will get it, so I get it to play with them. It'll be launching in spring 2014, and overall, yeah, it, it looks like a pretty solid entry. It's going to be the best Mario Kart yet, I would imagine. You know, all this anti-gravity and, you know, cat swat running up walls and stuff sounds just like <laughs> a, a level design nightmare. You know, because I, cause you want to, yeah. you, you know, you can't just let your player go wherever they want, otherwise right, they will right. break the world, you know? You have to account for that and come up with stuff for... The experience. Exactly. I trust Nintendo to be able to do that. They're pretty good at that sort of thing. Um, and, I, and I, you know, I can't imagine um, Nintendo coming out with something that is unpolished enough to, you know, have that kind of thing overlooked. No, no. I think I think they'll have a fun time trying to figure out ways to make the player <laughs> not break it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, if you like Mario Kart, which a lot of people do, I think this would be great. Nobody <laughs> likes Mario Kart. What are you talking about? I don't want to focus too much on sales, but Mario Kart Wii sold over 30 million units. I'm That's not going to win. Yes. Ian played his Toad exclusively. But, what? Uh, what? No, that was Mario. Very... No, I thought you made Toad sounds. You no. usually do. What? Oh, yeah. Wait, what's he say? <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> Yahoo! Our people, our <laughs> viewers. I apologize on behalf of Ian. Uh, <laughs> I'm but, not sorry. Uh, <laughs> this game will probably be pretty great, and I expect a lot of Mario Kart fans will be happy. Any other questions or comments on that one? What do you think, Ryan? I have no thoughts. I hate Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan hates Nintendo. Just no, no, I don't. I love Pokemon. I want to play every day of my life, but I hate Mario Kart. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm actually not a big fan either. I'm only getting it because my friends are. It's like my Call of Duty in that way. Um, I I remember one time at camp when um a bunch of like we you know we were sitting around in the staff cabin with nothing to do, and they they fired up whichever one was on the N64, and they decided to to play on the like the baby track that's just like you know one one time around. It's it's, it's a tiny tiny track. And, um, but they all went backwards. So oh it God. never ended and you, and they had, and we had to listen to that stupid, stupid song over and over <laughs> and over again. And it gets stuck, it still gets stuck in my head every once in a while. Uh, I encourage our viewers to write in and tell them they're Mario Kart nightmares. We would, <laughs> we would read those on the next, on the next, uh, 8-bit that we do. Oh yeah, because, Sam, have you heard about that? Um... 8-bit's not really happening again until, like, I come back yep. to Morris. <laughs> you told me. You told me. Okay, I was good. 
we might do another special sometime this uh, summer. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I have yeah, one I day off a that week. Possible. I was going to see if we could maybe squeeze that in. But yeah, so write in, and months from now, we'll read about your Mario Kart nightmares. <laughs> um, I can just imagine Ryan writing in an enormous, lengthy, everything that's ever been wrong with Mario Kart. He'll probably be the only one writing in. Yeah, that, I've only played, answer. like, twice in my life, and it was just so boring. I hate racing games just in general. But it's Mario Kart. Uh, that doesn't friendships right there. But it doesn't doesn't uh, that doesn't make it better. I don't like Mario. That, okay, before that I is say a travesty, anything, my friends. Yeah, before <laughs> I say anything, I regret. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo talked about another game, Wii Party U. This is based on the Wii Party franchise that came out on the Wii. That was pretty popular with the casual base. They're building about eighty-ish mini games in, and they're really trying to control a lot of different control schemes, like. Some of them have two people play with the gamepad at once. Each one controls one half of it. Um, they had some that you know use motion controls, some that use actual the analog and the remotes. It looks like a throwaway casual title, but if it's anything like the old Mario Party games, it might be fun as a party game. I have no idea right now. I have to look and see more games. You know what I, I mean? Party game and casual just mean the same thing. Well, um, no, no, well, no, they played, don't, but, I mean, party games are a subset of yeah, casual. Yeah, if you'd ever played, um, like, the Mario Party 2 or 3 on the N64, you'd, you'd change your tune with that. Those ones actually had quite a few competitive elements. The minigames were very skill-based. You really had to go mm. with strategies. No wonder I hated so it. Is... <laughs> because it made you think, yep. <laughs> but if this is anything like those, it might be interested. Otherwise, I really don't know. I doubt you guys care much about that. I doubt you have much more you want to know about that. It'll be interesting to see how well it sells because, like, traditionally, um, you know, the ones that, the one, like, the casual games that do really well, um, either have some incredible gimmick to them that everybody wants or, um, you know, they were bundled in with the system. Well, actually, I think We Party sold upwards of 10 million. I'll have to check real quick. Um, and that one was not bundled with any systems or anything. Okay. That one was just, um... Now, again, you could easily argue... Okay, it sold about eight, according to, uh... Because, I mean, like, every... Literally everybody knows about Wii Sports. Yeah. You know, and yep. Wii Sports yep. Resort. Yeah. So why everyone bought a Wii to begin with. That's, yes, yep. exactly. And, and like, and, and everybody knows about Just Dance, because, I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm dancing, and I've got this thing in my hand, yep. and it knows how I'm dancing, except that it really doesn't. Um, but yeah. Right, right. Um... Well, I know that Wii Party sold very well, you know, 8 million. But again, you could argue that's just because of the Wii's enormous install base, the biggest since the PS2. Um, hey, hey girl, you want to know how big my install base is? Enormous. That hurt. Um, <laughs> that was painful. And I just ruined the Nexus special. Yeah, it's yeah, Okay, let's start over. <laughs> um... After we have to go drive oh, hey back guy, now. Hey guys, did we miss E3? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey guys, I think we, we party <laughs> and we fit you were both uh, pushed back to the fall release. Oh night. no, I'm so upset. Yeah, really. Um, they were going to be in summer. I suppose with them being pushed back does is make Nintendo have a really nice holiday season. I expect both those will probably sell pretty well because they both the the ones that their sequels to sold quite well. Overall, I'm really not that interested in either one, but you know we'll see what they do. Um, so on Miiverse, Nintendo social network, you can draw pictures, and people have gone just ham with that. 
tons and tons of pictures for everything you can think of, all the fandoms, for Netflix shows and all that. People love it. Nintendo picked up on this, and now they're bringing Art Academy to the Wii U. I will absolutely never buy it because I don't draw. But um, it will benefit... Um, I will benefit from seeing others' awesome color art that they post. Right now it's just black and white with the simplest tools. But Nintendo is looking to bring all sorts of things with it. And the first elements they're hoping to bring this summer. That game, I think, will be maybe 2014. I'm not sure. But they're bringing a few, like, little demo features almost to allow new ways to draw and stuff for people. So we'll see what kind of cool art they make with that. So this is so this this is a game that you have to buy. Art Academy will be a game. Um, But will... Are the are the color versions of the drawings on the Miiverse? Because the the drawings on the Miiverse is just a system, you know, it, it's a feature. Um, I think they might be upgrading that. I'm not sure with what they were talking about. I don't know. And uh, so, so will the stuff that people make in Art Academy will those be postable the same way? Yeah, as yeah the... postable just like anything else. Okay. Um, any game you can post any screenshot from at any time. Okay. And I'm sure they'll have a special way to upload these. Maybe they'll even be able to upload them to different communities or something. Cool. You know, oh, I drew this for Zelda, I'll upload it to the Zelda community. That'd be really cool. Uh, so they just sure. gamified DeviantArt? Uh, pretty much. They did that back with Mario Paint for the SNES. I thought DeviantArt did that, actually. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're fine. Uh, so anyway, Nintendo had a third-party sizzle reel for the Wii U. And um, these games are all for Wii U unless I specify. They had Assassin's Creed 4, Batman Arkham Origins, and Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate for 3DS. Deus Ex Human Revolution, Director's Cut. Disney Infinity, that's for all Nintendo systems. DS, to Wii U, and everything to Wii U. Just Dance 2014, Rayman Legends, Scrimlots Unmasked, a DC Comics Adventure, that's also for 3DS. Disney's Planes, that's for everything. Shin Megami Tensei 4, that's only for 3DS. Skylander Swap Force, 3DS, Wii, Wii U, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist, Sonic Lost World for Wii U and 3DS, and Watch Dogs. Those were all shown, and those are all confirmed for this year. Wait a minute. Um, Is Watch Dogs really spelled Watch underscore Dogs? Yep, that's how it's spelled. Oh, wow. That's brilliant. Don't don't participate in that madness, though. I like it. Yeah, don't, don't. That's um, cool, though. Yeah. But out of those, I will probably be getting uh, Batman Arkham Origins. Um, and Black Good choice. Deus Ex Human Revolution, because I never played the original. Um... I'll be getting Rayman Legends, probably. I might get Scribblemots. I liked the one on Wii U before, and I love DC Comics. It'll be interesting to see if Batman Arkham Origins has a different price on the consoles than, you know, on the PC. Uh, it'll be $40 for the portable one on 3DS. Well, you know. I'm not talking about whatever BG oh. means. Blackgate. Yeah, because that's, that's like a different storyline, isn't it? Or It's a pretty much different game, yeah. Yeah. But you're comparing PC... I'm talking about Batman Arkham Origins on the PC versus Batman Arkham Origins on the other consoles. It'll probably be ten bucks cheaper on PC. It usually is. Yeah, but but now that the consoles are being less strict about you know what price you have to set it as, kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I guess you, I get you, but it, it will be sixty dollars on consoles. I'll almost guarantee you with that. Okie dokie. Um, that's just how it is. That's how they do things. They know it'll sell at that price. There'd be no reason to make it any cheaper. It won't sell one copy more at fifty than it would. Well, I mean, but but then why do they do it ten dollars cheaper on PC typically? Um, PC had cheaper development costs because they didn't have to produce discs. 
most oh, games true. are digital sales. Um, PC needed that to compete. PC has never been as large of a market base as the consoles have. That's indisputable. It's getting bigger now, but it has never been as big. In order for PC to compete, it needed that kind of uh, lower price to draw people in. But anyway, that is nothing with what we were talking about. Um, I'll probably get Shimigami Tenchi 4. Never played one before in my I'll probably get yeah, what is that one. exactly? So, I've never heard of it. Um, it's a it's a really famous but niche dungeon crawler. It's a Japanese RPG. Um, and you should look up some of the trailers sometimes. It looks all right. Okay. I've never played one, but I might jump in. I'll get Splinter Cell if it has multiplayer. That's the only reason. Um, I'll probably get Sonic Lost World um, for the 3DS. My brother will get it for Wii U, so we might trade. You know that. Oh, yeah. Trading. I know how that works. Thanks yeah. to Sony. Nah. <laughs> that lesson, too. Nintendo, you can apparently do it on Nintendo stuff, but I learned how from Sony. Um, and I'll probably get Watch Dogs on the Wii U. Um, I don't see any reason to get it on anything else, so I'll see what it does on the gamepad, if they make any cool features or not. I mean, if it was like a horrible gimped port, which Ubisoft doesn't usually make those, then I might buy it on PC instead. But I'm, I'm and I'm really, right really hoping that for Watch Dogs... Um, that, you know, it'll be tied to your Ubisoft account, which I would, you know, I'd be surprised if it wasn't, um, because I don't want to, to you know, not be able to affect your game yeah, from sure, my sure. Android just because I have the PC version of the full game and you, you have the Wii U version. Right, right. Well, honestly, that would be enough for me to consider double dipping. I okay. don't play with my friends like that. I consider that for it. I want to support it on the Nintendo system and I want to see what they do with the gamepad, but to play with my friends, I'd be happy to double dip. Um, then... They showed another sizzle reel of eShop games confirmed for this year. These are all for Wii U. Uh, Ballpoint University, Cloudberry Kingdom, Coaster Crazy Deluxe, DuckTales Remastered, Dungeon and Dragons, Chronicles of Mystria, Mutant Muds Deluxe, Oddworld, New and Tasty, Scram Kitty and His Buddies on Rails, Shovel Knight, Spin the Bottle, Bumpy's Party, and a world of Kiplings. Yeah, out of that, I'm only interested in maybe Cloudberry Kingdoms and DuckTales because my brother thinks it's good. If I play it on his Wii U and I like it, I'll get it for me. And that, that's it. The other ones are just... I have very little interest in most of those. Now, so um, the Wii U still doesn't do, like, their full games uh, available digitally, right? Correct? No, most full games are available digitally. You can okay. Buy, like, all of Ubisoft games, games and all of Nintendo's first party ones. Okay, cool. And so, so e <laughs> shop titles are just one, ones that aren't Exclusive. available on disc. Yeah. Okay. Um, just saying, if you want to buy anything uh, digital on the Wii U, it's a bit of a hidden cost. You need to spend some money on a hybrid hard drive or a solid state drive or whatever okay. An external hard drive. There we go. Because thirty-two gigabytes does not last very long. No. No. Can't imagine it would. No. Um, Considering I filled up my entire two hundred and fifty gig hard drive on my Xbox already. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So I see people trading a, in, you know, their four gigabyte Xboxes, and I just laugh. That they actually bought those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, any questions on any of the third party content I went through for either of those, the uh, eShop or otherwise? Not really. Okay. It looks uh, fun. Yeah. Overall, it's it's okay third party support. It's nothing amazing, but you know, it's not like Wii U has no third party games. Well, it does. Just glad just that they're cool. offering third party support. You know, it's it's a good thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, next, The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Um, I really liked how it looked graphically. It looked re- very, very nice. Um, my brother played the original Wind Waker and adored it. I 
didn't play Zelda games. So I haven't played any. So people really like this game. Like I just, I just, I'm just amazed. Did you ever play through it or no? I have played every single Zelda game that has ever come out, yeah. and I'm a huge Zelda fan. And this was my least favorite Zelda game. Really? Yes. Um, one of the things they've talked about that they're trying to improve is the pacing of the game. Was that okay. a when you played it? Like, yeah, there, it doesn't. It, out of well, all the games, I find it had really terrible pacing to it, and I just didn't really like the new cell shading with it all. And I it didn't that. feel to me like a good Zelda game. Um, yeah, like I said, I've I'm just playing Ocarina of Time for the first time on 3DS, and I'll probably also be picking up the new Zelda game on 3DS later this year. And I'll be picking this up to give it a try, so I'll have an opinion then. Um, they're trying to improve the pacing in a few different ways. Uh, graphically, it looked really pretty, and it's running your rendering in 1080p. I love it how that's a selling point. It's not a selling point, that's just a comment. Okay. (laughs) I I guess it is kind of funny that this last generation, almost no games rendered in 1080p on consoles. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had to note it on the back of the box when it did. Yeah. Um, it'll be launching in October, and one of the cool things they're trying to do is new interactivity with Miiverse. I think this is sort of like what they're doing in Watch Dogs, where the Tingle Bottle lets you write a message on Miiverse and throw it into the ocean, and it'll watch up, wash up on someone else's beach mm. for them to see in their game. So you can leave hints or screenshots or just cool things that you've experienced. So uh, I think that's kind of like... Or like a, hey, for a good time, things. call me at... Nice. Of course, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> oh, definitely. And yeah, they're trying to improve the pacing, like letting you sail faster. I think they're trying to increase. There was a oh, Triforce thank quest. God. Yeah, there's a Triforce quest in the middle of the game that sucked that they're trying to make move. That literally grinds the game to a halt where it tells you you need to pick up 36 Triforce pieces from the middle of the ocean and pay like 7,000 rupees or something. Yeah. Oh, so, that was yeah. the most painful part of the game, and yeah, I still they're trying to improve that and let you sail faster. Apparently, the reason on the GameCube that you could only sail so fast was because they couldn't render the entire ocean. Whereas, of course, on the Wii U, they can render everything at once. So, yeah, uh, I'm gonna get it day one because I've never played it before, so I'm interested. Any questions or comments on that? Um, nope. Okay. Next, let's show the one, the wonderful one one. Which, it really looks very different. I've never seen a game quite like it. It's like the old Beautiful Joe games on GameCube or PS2. Um, it makes the gamepad. You use that to make your powers work. Like, in order to make a sword with your army of characters, you draw a sword. Or to make a gun, you draw a gun. It's got some simple gestures. And the bigger you make your symbol, the more people go into it. So it's like a little resource management thing. And it supports up to five players, which I assume is online, because you need to need a gamepad. I don't know that, but I assume. And I've been excited about this for a while, so September 15th, two days after my birthday, I'll ask Andy to get it for his birthday present. <laughs> ah, right. That's what friends are for. Yes, leeching money off of you, though then they buy you gifts later, and it's like, we just traded money. Hold on, when is Mario Kart coming out again? Spring 2014. Oh, darn. I can't get that for you for your birthday. Sadly, no. <laughs> uh... Hi, stop taking stickers off my monitor. Hi, stop taking stickers off my monitor. What? Hi, <laughs> stop taking stickers off my monitor. But I it's stop not, taking stickers off my it's monitor. It's bothering me. It's a sticker, and it's a. it says, try me. And it shouldn't be there, because we're not in a store, and I'm trying to take the sticker off of his monitor. Where is this uh, chat thing? I don't understand. Okay, so, um... Oh, there it yeah. is. The Wonderful 101 looks like a very fun game and how it works. 
I've never seen anything quite like it. I'm interested. It's one of those ones I think could either be like, wow, this was great, this was a real hit, or, oh my god, this was terrible, it looked so much better than it was. I, I don't know as of yet, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, questions or comments on that? Sounds like an interesting title. I'll keep an eye on it. Yep, something different. Kyle, do you own a Wii U? What? Do you own a Wii U? No, I don't, but the, the moment they put a Zelda game out on it, I will definitely buy one. The inflection yeah. in that question was just like, do you even lift, bro? <laughs> do, well, you own, do you even own a Wii U, bro? I think the, way, the way he's talking about it, it doesn't seem like it, but then I mentioned I'll keep my eyes on this game, it's like, hmm... Yeah, I'll, well, I'll keep my eyes on it, but you know, I probably see I, what people do about it, reviews <laughs> about it. Doesn't mean I have to go out and buy it. Well, you just seem like you're interested in quite a few of them. But... Well, I like Nintendo. I like supporting Nintendo. I have a 3DS. I'm one of the three people who bought one. Why did I say that? It sold over 30 million worldwide. I know. I don't There's understand. a three in there. <laughs> There's two threes. 3DS, 30 million. Oh my oh. gosh. <laughs> Um, so the next game they showed was Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and it was probably the most beautiful 2D platform I've ever seen, it's either that or Rayman Legends. It looks amazing for a 2D platformer. Um, it looks very similar to Donkey Kong Country Returns, which, that was a very successful game. It has some cool things with the new game, with gameplay, like a new camera angle, based on what you do, which affects the gameplay. And it's got two-player mode, it's got Dixie Kong from the old Donkey Kong Country games as a new character. And it's got another new character who they haven't told us about yet. And I'm really excited. I just got a Donkey Kong Country Returns, the port of it on the 3DS, and I've been loving that game. So I'm very excited to get this on the Wii U. It launches in November. Yeah, this is one of my most excited ones, I would say. Well, yeah, because Donkey Kong Country is a fantastic franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah, fantastic. I've been a fan of that ever since the first one came out on the Super Nintendo. Uh, as evidenced by the day one in, in yep. the uh, show notes. Yep. It's the one that I'm most excited for at this point, I would say, of all the ones they showed in the Direct. It, it looks just fantastic, I think. Um, I also think it's funny how Nintendo is like cleverly placing their sequels with names and things to their best-selling games, like Mario 3D World, 3D Land, Donkey Kong Country Returns sold well, so Tropical Freeze is obviously the sequel to that. And it's funny how they brought Returns to the 3DS right before they announced this. It's like... They're very obviously trying to create a new market for the Wii U that way. Hey, look how great this game is. Hey, look at a single on the Wii U. I think that's funny. They're pretty clever about that. Kind of like, you know, the way that Sony is going, Hey, you can, like, totally do lots of stuff with the Vita on the PS4. Yeah. You, should, you should go buy a, Pia, a Vita. Yeah, both companies it's truly are the only real experience. <laughs> yeah, both companies are piggybacking on their more successful platforms right now. Which is kind of funny because they're flip-flopped, you know? Like, Nintendo's yeah, yeah. doing extremely well on the 3DS, and, and, you know, they're trying to get people to buy a yep. Wii U that way. And, yep. and Sony has the PS4 as a shoe-in. Yeah. So they're just trying to... And I mean, that like, they already know that the PS3 has been doing well, so... Yep. It's very funny. Uh, so, the next game they showed was uh, Bayonetta 2. Which, pretty heavy on the fan service, but it's Bayonetta. That's it's Bayonetta, that's to be expected. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the gameplay looks completely zaded over the top. It's Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. I think it'll use the touch controls in some way, and it looked pretty intuitive. Like, Yeah, you use those touch controls. <laughs> that's obviously how it is, yes. Um, I saw one of the demos, a guy from Platinum Games was showing it off with the touch controls, and 
it, it looked pretty good. Um, is it this? Play. It's the same developer as the first one, right? Yep. yep okay. Platinum Games. So, is this specifically for the Wii U only, or are they doing this cross-platform? Wii U exclusive. Wii U exclusive. That's what I thought I had heard. Yep, Nintendo pretty much bought this game up and paid for it. They don't own the IP, but they're paying everything for it. Okay. And it will, I believe, feature multiplayer. It showed another character, and I think it should multiplayer, mm. online or local. I'd be imagining online again because of the gamepad touch controls, but I don't know that. Um, and it launched in 2014. I'll probably get it just because it's an exclusive. Um... And next we showed one that I think just looks awesome. This is the this is Nintendo's answer to people who think that the Wii U is just a late Xbox 360 with a, tab- a tablet or something like that. X from Monolith Soft. And it just looks fantastic. It, you fly around in these giant mechs and stuff. There are enormous dinosaur enemies. There's online multiplayer with chatting and everything with it. And the graphics look great. In particular, the draw distance is really huge. It's a very open world. You can go anywhere. I believe it's a Japanese RPG like Xenoblade on the Wii. And Xenoblade on the Wii looked good enough. That game was... Okay, if that game had been natively rendered in 720p, it would have looked okay as a Xbox 360 or PS3 game. And that was on the Wii. So this developer knows how to make good games and good-looking games. Um, Xenoblade was probably one of the best games that the Wii had in its last year, if not the best. Um, this game's... Tra- Trailer's definitely worth a look. If I had to plug one trailer's worth watching, I would say it's X's. I'm I'm and, watching it right now with the sound muted, and I'm just kind of like humming epic, you know, music to yeah. it uh, in my mm-hmm. head because it really looks like it it should have epic music. Uh, it does have pretty nice music, yeah, and it deserves it. Um, it, as far as I'm concerned, this is another game. I would say this and Mario Kart 8 are the ones, and I guess Donkey Kong Country uh, Tropical Freeze, are the ones that if you look at those graphics or those, you know, everything about them and compare that to the game shown for the PS4 and the Xbox One, you can say, yeah, the way you can hold up just fine to these. It might not be as nice, and I never said it was, but, and I never said it was even way better than what we currently have. But I'd say that if you compare X to anything on those other systems, you would say, yep, the way you can hold up just fine to those. It, it can produce good graphics. So... I have a question. What yep. is it with with you know in games? Whenever you're flying, they always have to show kind of like the little trails behind your wings to show you which direction exactly you're traveling in. Like, d- yeah, does does that serve a gameplay purpose? Like, you know, to help the player to know which direction um, they're traveling, or is, that is like exhaust or something? Well, it, 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 well, it's clearly not exhaust. It's just kind okay. of like the you know. Like from the wing tips, like there's a little yep. tiny trail of wispy stuff, and I see that I I see that in a lot of games, and I'm I'm not really sure why that is. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Let's devote an entire uh, show to that. Yes, but it's coming in 2014, and I will be doing this one day one to play again with my brother and my friend who's got a Wii U and any other friends I make who get it. I this one is really one of the best looking games I think they've shown yet. I really like. Isn't it nice having a disposable income? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kyle's shaking his head. I hate um, you all. <laughs> well, I did the math that after this Direct, I've got this year between 3DS and Wii U, I think something like 13 to 15 games to pick up. Well, apparently, apparently you're paying for these games in scars. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and wearing wife beaters. Yes. <laughs> but, um... So then... <laughs> Miyamoto, I will trade you this wife beater for the next Super Mario 3D. And he would take it. Yes. 
Um, all right. The final thing they showed, Super Smash Brothers, Wii U, and 3DS. Wait, 3DS? They finally have one for the 3DS? Yep. In January, we were told that they would have screens, is how Iwata put it. We didn't know what that meant. Sakurai confirmed afterwards, no, no, there will be a trailer. Well, they showed a lot of gameplay in addition to that. It looked awesome. Um, it was... It, it was really just everything I could have wanted. I wasn't that hyped over the next Smash Bros. because I hadn't played Brawl in a few years since my brother moved out. He and I would play it all the time. We'd probably put 400 hours into that game, I would guess. You know, if you look at just an hour or two here or there for a couple of years. I've been but, watching my sister struggling with the game recently because, you know, crazy. they're 10. Ah, that's funny. But they showed this and I thought it was awesome. The 3DS graphics look good for 3DS, and I'd say good overall, and they feature thick outlines to help find your character on the smaller screen. And um, mm. the 3D version is a full version of the game, and it will feature more stages based on Nintendo's mobile games than the Wii U one does. So it's kind of focusing on the mobile side, whereas the Wii is focusing on the home console side. Um, I think the 3DS version will probably run 60 frames per second, because most of Nintendo's first-party games, especially games like this, do, like Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS does, but I can't confirm that. Um, it looked good. It looked like a full version of the game. Um, also, both games will have the exact same character roster. I'm pretty sure that was confirmed. They will at least have the same number of characters, and I believe it was confirmed the exact same number of roster. Um, speaking of roster. those, do we, do we know who are the new characters? We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, the yes, Wii version of the game graphically looks just great. Um, it's confirmed to be a native to 1080p, and I'm pretty sure it'll be 60 frames per second, like all of Nintendo's for. Not all, but the vast majority of Nintendo's first-party games. So 1080p, 6 frames per second is nice. It looks really good. Bright art style, which I like. And it's featuring different changes to how characters work. Like, Bowser stands up more now than he did before. It looks like he's moving in a different way than he used to. Um, stages look... You know, they've shown a few new stages and stuff. They haven't shown us a ton of content because the game won't be out until 2014. But they gave us some stuff, and I'm really excited for it. I liked what I saw. Um, the guy who's in charge of the game, Sakurai, the last game he worked on was Kid Icarus Uprising on the 3DS, which had fantastic graphics for the 3DS, made good use of 3D, made excellent use of touch controls, and had fantastic online. So I'm excited for this, and I'd be willing to bet that both versions of this game will have fantastic online. Now, as About for time. Yeah, really. We're all head disappointing online. And before that, the systems that came out didn't have any online. Um, well, I don't blame the systems before that. Because, yeah. I mean, that was the GameCube. Well, GameCube technically had online, but... But nobody was... had online, like, you know. Yeah, Did anybody yeah. use it for online? No. No, no. The only game that worked with online was Fantasy Star Online, and I don't think anyone used it for online. No. Um, we've shown been shown three new characters. The villager from Animal Crossing, who... He looks like he plays very differently. Um, it's fine to take character from such a peaceful, serene game that I've been enjoying. Animal Crossing New Leaf, fantastic game. But to take character like that and put him in the fighting game. And they're actually making his stuff work. Like, he still interacts the same way you'd expect him to. One of his attacks is to pick weeds. He picks up opponents' attacks and throws them back at them. He uses, like, a shovel to bury people. Uh, That's dark! And, yeah. He's actually <laughs> being portrayed as a homicidal maniac. By <laughs> because his expression is just this soulless look that never changes, which is this glint in his eye. And isn't there, like, the female, uh, some of the female Animal Crossing characters, like, as a skin? 
for that character? I don't know about that. Maybe there is. I have not heard about that, but even I haven't been able to keep up with everything, so it could be. I will never play Animal Crossing the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to buy an axe for my character in Animal Crossing. I'm afraid of what he'll do with that. Um, the next character I showed was the Wii Fit Trainer from Wii Fit. That's obviously character. everyone's favorite character. Also a very oh, yeah. violent character. She came the f*** out of nowhere. No one saw that coming, and it's just like, this is the most left-field announcement they could have had. Um, she looks like she'll play very differently. I, I'm not sure what to say about her yet. I won't be maining her, I guarantee you that. Well, whatever. Um, and then we did have one other little character, Mega Man. Which, there's been hype since, probably after the first Smash Bros. came back to get Mega Man there. And he's here. And he looks awesome. He got his own little trailer for him. That's, uh, I liked <laughs> three trailers for this, I believe, or two. I liked two. Um, oh, there's a third one I missed. There's a developer direct that I didn't get. But the first trailer is just the Smash Bros. trailer. Then the next one is the Mega Man trailer, and it looks great. He uses all sorts of powers from the series. So, like Mega Man's unique abilities, too, the abilities of his enemies. Well, he does that here. He's got tons of abilities. He'll be the, the first character in Smash Bros. to have a gun on his arm. <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. No one else has yes. done <laughs> You are correct. He looks like he'll be a lot of fun and he play very differently and I'm excited to see him there. Uh, we know both games will have some kind of a story single player mode like the Subspace Emissary and they'll brawl but a little different. We don't know much about that. Just There will be a kind of a, an adventure mode or something. Which that'll be cool. I guess it, it's probably too much to ask for them to, like, have the same game files synchronized between your 3DS and your Wii U. Um, there is some kind of uh, interplay between them. We don't know what. Some kind of character customization okay. maybe for that adventure mode. There's not cross-platform play, but they do have... I imagine it would be difficult with, like, dual analog. For yeah, example, yeah, I'm not too bummed about that. But, like, yeah. you know, if and, I make progress yeah. on my 3DS while I'm off, you know, waiting for classes yeah. at college... Um, and then you come home. Well, yeah. We don't even know it'll be the same story mode. That's that. true, yeah. But we do know that there will be some interconnectivity in your characters between them. And I'm going to pre-order both of these. I'm, I'm pretty excited for them. I was very pleased with what I saw. Um, well, we're almost done, folks, with my Nintendo section. <laughs> Gosh, uh, finally! Uh, Nintendo section here. God! <laughs> Nobody cares about Nintendo that much. Oh, yeah, really. What kind of nerd would you have to be as I shamefully look behind me and see a ton of Nintendo content? And I think of my brother's place where he's got every Nintendo system and all sorts of stuff like that. Sam, yeah, is, that, oh is that a blow-up Peach doll behind you? Oh, dear. <laughs> It'd be blow-up Zelda, silly. But, um... <laughs> she's, a, she's not wearing any clothes, either. God, what are you doing? Well, he already knows what he's wearing. He downloaded the, uh, the naked skins. Yeah, I got a naked skin for that. But, um... So at E3, Nintendo had a huge showcase on the floor, 71 Wii U demo stations, and tons for 3DS. They had Bayonetta, they had Mario, they had Wind Waker, they had Mario Kart. Uh, they showed Smash Bros. Uh, they had the one on one they had Pikmin. They had a huge, that Donkey Kong, I mean, they had a huge showcase. This was one of their biggest ones ever. So when the news was saying, oh, Nintendo won't be at E3, yeah, you guys were they were there, and they were there in force. And they had big, like, artwork with uh, Pikmin and Donkey Kong and Mario and stuff like that uh, for people to get involved with. Like, they have some uh, fun pictures of a lot of the top executives, like Miyamoto is in the Donkey Kong barrel, and Iwata and Reggie are both there, stuff like that. Um, they had all of their major developers there. All their big developers came down um, for everyone in charge of 
uh, all the Zelda games, the Mario games, everyone came by and they got involved and they had conferences and they talked to people. So this was a huge injury for Nintendo. The media was wrong when they said Nintendo wouldn't be there. They blew that away. And they didn't show every game in the Direct. I'll just go over very quickly a few details of ones that they did not show. Like Pikmin 3 for the Wii U. Miyamoto has a real more stuff to it. I wasn't going to buy this game. I was just going to borrow my brother's, but now I'm definitely going to get it myself. It's got a really fun-looking local multiplayer mode. It's got, it looks really nice graphically and stuff. And it just looks like they're really taking the game in a great way. It will make excellent use of motion controls based on what I've seen, and the gamepad will work great as a supplementary like map type thing. So I'm excited. Um, they've also showed new stuff for new Super Luigi U. That'll be out in about 10 days or so. That's downloadable content for new Super oh. Mario Bros. U. Um, I adore the 2D Mario games. It's about 80 new levels, and it's um, the characters are a little different in how they work. They slide further now, and they jump higher. And that'll be for $20 for download. Or they're having a limited release with a green box for $30. My brother will be buying the limited release box. I'll be buying the downloadable content. I'm excited for that. Um, they've talked about their new Zelda for the 3DS, A Link Between Worlds. I've never completed a Zelda game yet. Two dungeons left for Ocarina of Time 3DS. So I'm very <laughs> excited for this. And, um, yeah, it'll be nice to try it. It'll be a totally new Zelda experience for me. I'm like, I've never so is this, is this Zelda one, is this the one they were talking about supposed to be a, uh, a sequel to yeah, A Link to the Past? Yeah, a sequel to A Link to the Past. Okay. Yep, a direct sequel to it. Same world, but new dungeons, new characters. Have they ever stuff. done a sequel ever in the Legend of Zelda games? Uh, I'm maybe Zelda, Zelda 2. Well, yeah, so would you call Majora's Mask a sequel to Ocarina of Time, Kyle? No, maybe? not necessarily. Okay. I mean, it, it's that's kind of debatable, but they kind of happen, like, Majora's Mask happens in the middle of Ocarina of Time. Right. Okay. Um, depending wonder, on what timeline you subscribe to, yeah. so that's I wonder confusing. if you could say that the Oracle games, which launched at the same time like Pokemon games, are kind of sequels. <laughs> yeah. This is, this as far as I know, this is the only one that's considered to be a direct sequel with mm-hmm. the exact same link. Yep. Yeah, it looks interesting overall. Um, they also showed Mario Luigi Dream Team for 3DS, and I adored the first Mario Luigi game. That was one of my favorite games of all time, probably top five, top ten. Um, and I have played some of the other two. I intend to play through both of the other two before this one comes out this holiday season. And I'm loving everything I've seen about it, so I'm really, really hyped for Mario Luigi Dream Team. It looks like it's great. It luckily used the 3DS in all the right ways. I'm happy. Lastly, they showed a Yoshi's New Island, which is a sequel to Yoshi's Island, which was a game of Super Nintendo that is considered one of the best 2D platformers ever by a lot of people. I like the first one, so I'm interested to see what they do for this. Um, just a little more, Iwata has mentioned that he's the president of Nintendo, for those who might not know, that more unannounced third-party games will come to Wii U. Now you might be thinking, oh, he's just saying that or whatever, nothing major will be coming. Well, Call of Duty Ghosts has been confirmed for the Wii U. And nothing was mentioned about that at E3, but we know that'll be coming. So I wouldn't hold your breath on saying that big games will be coming to the Wii U that have not yet been announced. I wouldn't be surprised if some games that were shown at the other conferences might come to Wii U that we don't know about yet. Um, in conclusion, Nintendo showed the most first-party games at E3. The well, most that's not games. a surprise at all. They do that every year. <laughs> yes, and the most exclusive games. I believe they showed more exclusive games than Microsoft and Sony put together. I don't know that, but I believe I recall figuring that out. They've been at it a little bit longer, so they, they have yeah. that timeline to, yeah. to get the exclusive uh, titles. They are covering an enormous amount of genres with what they're co- coming out with for games. 
Uh, they have exclusive games that I think appeal to just about any gamer. I think any gamer could, if you sat down from the list of things, sure you can find something they want. Um, if you're a Nintendo fan, now's a good time to be happy. 3DS and Wii U are having great years coming out of them. And I can't imagine anyone who considers himself a real hardcore gamer going without a Wii U this generation. <laughs> that, that was obviously trolling. If people yeah. Tell. It's mm-hmm. like making fun of Ian because... Hi. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm making fun of you. TC. Um, uh, lastly, the things I would like for the Wii U, my wish list, I'd really like to see Destiny come to the system. I think it's got a great chance. Activision has put all You know, I feel the same way. That it's got a good chance? No, no, that I want I want Destiny to come to my system. Because <laughs> they, uh, have, they haven't actually announced it for PC, so... Oh, that's true. We're not sure. Um, Destiny has, uh... Well, Destiny is by Activision. Activision has heavily supported the Wii U. With Skylanders and with all the Call of Duty games coming to it so far. I think it's got a pretty good chance of coming. I would be quite happy if it did. And also, I would like to see more support from Japanese developers bringing RPGs to the system. Those are my biggest um, Nintendo uh, wishes, the things I would like to see for Wii U. Those are the biggest changes I would like to see. I guess for 3DS, the only wish list I have is I'd like to see more Western developers get on board with 3DS. And that... Is my full coverage of Nintendo. Any questions or comments or anything about that? Cool beans. Sounds yeah, good to if me. If not, then I think I can hand the baton over. Okay. Um, I, I might right. as well just All cut right. out now, honestly, because uh, I got to go in a minute. Okay. So I think it would just work out best. Cool. Uh, nice to see you guys. Yeah. It's been real. So, try not to drink the too much of the Sony Kool-Aid when you get there. But I love it. But we all love the Sony Kool-Aid. It tastes like cherry. <laughs> Just pour me a glass. <laughs> all right. Take care, everyone. See you. Take care. Bye. All right. Ooh. So Microsoft started out um, talking about, or they showed a Metal Gear Solid Five trailer, um, but, you know, I didn't really understand what was going on. It made a little bit more sense than, you know, what they showed us during the VGAs because it didn't have flying whales or anything, but still didn't really understand it. At this point, who understands the storyline of Metal Gear anyway? No, it's, I mean, it's like, you know, Lost. Nobody yeah. really understands no, that's, Lost, that's, but everybody that's knows about it. Exactly. Um, so they're, they also announced that they're coming out with a new version of the Xbox 360. Um, because what we have now isn't good enough. Of course not. Why would it be? <laughs> uh, I forget what exactly... I just want you to buy more crap. <laughs> I forget what was new about it, but um, it's, you know, new. Um... Current gold members will be getting Assassin's Creed 2 and Halo 3 for free. Woohoo! Ancient oh, thank games? God. Old thank God games. we're getting these current games coming to the system. Uh, <laughs> World of Tanks actually is coming to Xbox 360. That was a huge surprise because, you know, they do- haven't really been supporting uh, free-to-play models on the Xbox 360 at, at all. But now they are, apparently. There have been a, there have been a few free games, but I don't know about how many free to play like mm-hmm. types of you know. It makes me wonder if Microsoft is taking a cut of the you know in game store sales you know from Wargaming. Uh, it's possible. No, yeah. that's an I, idea. So I looked at the uh, new 360. Apparently, it's a quieter, sleeker, and slimmer version of the previous slim version. So it's so slimmer, slim. Basically, it's the exact same thing as the slim. <laughs> Only slimmer. quieter and slimmer. Right. Right. Yeah. Still nothing special. No. Um, okay. They they talked about Dark Souls 2, 
we didn't really yeah. learn anything new, but it was a cool trailer. Basically, all we need to know is it's Dark Souls 2, and you will buy it. Of course you will. <laughs> um, and then they got to the Xbox One, finally. Uh, so the first game that they showed off that's uh, next-gen was Rise, Son of Rome, and it looked really good. Like, the graphics were really sweet, but, it, you know, it's coming from Crytek, so no surprise there. Exactly. And then it got into the actual, like, you know, you're playing the game, and I kind of died inside because it was all cinematic, and they took control of the, the camera every, like, two seconds in order to show you, like, oh my gosh, that tower is getting, bl- you know, blown to pieces by a trebuchet, and, and, you know, that guy is lying on the ground with his ears cut off. Oh my gosh, it's so intense. Um, and then every single enemy that the player killed, I think they had to do a quick time event in order to kill that, the person. Like, I saw this, and it was so weird. No, let me tell you, if there's one thing that gamers love, it's quick time events. Oh, all over the place. Everywhere. Uh, so, I mean, it looks like it, it looks like it's a great tech demo type thing, but not gonna be a good game. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Um, and they use the, the phrase exclusive at launch. So on day two, every platform will have it. Pretty much. Very choice words, yes. They showed us an incredibly over-the-top fighting game called Killer Instinct, and this is kind of a sequel to uh, apparently a, a classic uh, fighting game from, like, you know, the N64 era or earlier. Um, Insomniac uh, was there, and that was kind of a surprise because traditionally Insomniac has been making PlayStation games, you know. They, they did Spyro, and um, did they do Ratchet and Clank? I don't uh, think they I'm not sure. They may have. Shoot. They might have. That sounds right. Um, but so they, they announced Sunset Overdrive, which was a stylized shooter, and it looked like a lot of fun. Like, it's all bright colors and swinging around on, on ropes and just kind of dashing around and doing unimaginable, like, stuff that's not realistic at all. But it was fine because, you know, they were using weapons that looked like they should be in Kids Next Door, which was a great show. Excellent show. Great show. I, I particularly liked the uh, the the Star Wars Episode Five spoof, you know, where they had a snow day and then they had the Battle of Hoth, and it was awesome. Oh yes, <laughs> nostalgia at its finest. Um, so Forza Five is coming, of course. They showed that one off at the Xbox One event, and mm-hmm. they introduced the Drivatar where the game learns how you drive, and then it will use what's what it's learned and race against other people while you're offline, and then you get, like, credit for what your what your drive-a-tar does, and, you know, your your friends can compete against you even though it's not really you necessarily. And... No, in a way that's cool, but <laughs> also in a way it's creepy. It makes you wonder, like, what are they doing to capture your driving style, and how accurate is this? Right. Yeah. You know? Like, they, they showed on the screen, um, as as this guy was driving around, it showed kind of, like, different phrases, like, he takes tight turns here, he drives aggressively here, you know, he he fakes left, and then, you know, goes right, or whatever. And it was, you know, the worst thing that this could do is, like, the longer you've done it, the better you just implicitly are com- relative to everybody else who you're playing with, like, offline, online. Mm-hmm. And, and so that would be t- the worst thing they could possibly do. Um, like, a person who bought it on day one would be implicitly better than a person who bought it two years later. That'd be bad. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And, I mean, to me, I kind of want to exploit the system because it sounds like a fascinating machine learning problem. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of want to, like, evolve a really good racer and then have that machine input controls into this machine and right. trick the ma- their machine into learning from my machine and and being really good. Have um, fun with that. Yeah, I'm not going to buy an Xbox okay. One. Okay. Nobody is, so yeah. it's okay. They they talked about uh, you know supporting indie developers, but um, you know that's BS. Let, let's be honest. I mean, did let's they did they actually yeah. talk about that? Yeah, they said that the guy on stage literally said that he's like, we all we love indie developers, and like, no, yes, indie developers that we approve of only. Mm, yeah, because yeah. I mean, they don't. Oh, and that indie developers but... they, they don't even let the indie developers self publish. Right. It's stupid. Right. Um. And then, of course, you know, their example of an indie developer that's coming oh, to Xbox yeah. One is Minecraft. Yeah, because they're, right. they're so indie now. Because <laughs> Mojang is definitely indie now. Well, they're Swedish. Oh, wait, so is Dice. Oh, crap. Yeah, I got <laughs> Where they're from doesn't make them indie No. Now. I know. <laughs> no, they'd be Indian. That's different. <laughs> right. Um, they showed off Quantum Break, which is, uh, I'm pretty sure, actually going to be, a, like, a legitimate exclusive, like, never coming to anything else. Um... They they talked about how playing the game will give you kind of a personalized version of the story, and watching the, the associated TV show will kind of give you insights into the larger kind of um, world that you're creating your story in. Um, and they showed this brief kind of trailer where um, they paused time just as an explosion was happening. Like, the characters in the game paused time. And then the guy walks over to this this woman who is being caught in the explosion, and he grabs her, and she kind of gets pulled out of the pause time. And, you know, he, he asks her, like, who did this, or something like that, you know, and, and we gotta get you out of here. That's kind of cool. You know, cause, and, and so, like, apparently if he if he let go of her, then, you know, she would go back into the explosion and be lost or something. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is a really cool concept, but I don't know how that's gonna work in terms hmm. of gameplay. Yeah, games, you know, complicated. So, yeah. so this is like a, a, a cross-media type thing where there's yeah. a TV show associated with it? Kind yeah, of... kind of like Defiance. That's what I was just going to ask, so like the Defiance TV show game experience. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to try to... I don't know how exactly they're going to tie them together, because um, I think Defiance has like world events in the game that actually affect uh, the storyline of the show. Yes. Don't quote me on that. Is, is that? I think I that's right? similar. Okay, yeah, I think you're right on that. I've been following both pretty closely. Um, but yeah, Quantum Break looks pretty cool, um, and it's from the guys who made um, Alan Wake, and before that, they made something else that was famous. And uh, yeah, let's see. D four, D four was uh, is an episodic murder mystery. You um, sunk my battleship. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's uh-huh. so good. Uh-huh, I get it. Oh snap! I was really confused for a moment because I'm like, wait, the trailer was on a plane and it doesn't make sense. And oh, yeah, okay. names. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> they're using a a cell shading art style. That's really nice. Um, yep. So it's it looks like a comic book. Good stuff. Nice. Um, Project Spark. It uh, oh, this one was actually really cool. So it's it's a game that and the where the game is editing the world. 
Oh, I like the sound of this already. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So, so they like, at the beginning, they, they kind of were like, all right. And of course, you know, they're using the connect controls to do it because it's Microsoft and you have to use connect controls to be cool. Um, Man. and so, you know, they're like, all right, Xbox, let's do like a forest. Nah, let's do some mountains. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, and then once they found one that they kind of liked, they're like, all right, let's change the time of day. And all right, let's, let's put some like, you know, some ridges here and some trees here. And, you know, they're, they're like basically coloring these things in with the cursor and, and, uh, they're just kind of appearing there on the world. And then once they got one that was, that they liked, they were like, all right, let's go into the world and just kind of walk around. And, um, every single object in the world has what they call a brain, um, where you can basically program it to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's, it's scripting. So is it, essentially. is it actually scripting or is it it's, more like dragging in some tiles and then it's, the tiles it's, make it do something? It's scripting and it sounds like you have, you know, a certain, a, a, a kind of a list of of actions that this thing can do. So mm-hmm. did you ever in elementary school have that program with the little turtle in it where uh you could give the turtle commands and uh that was scripting. And that yeah. that was yeah. actually my first taste of scripting. If, and I if somebody made me it. do that any time in my life, I would have like run out of there and just burned the building down, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Like I didn't understand why when I typed in go left five, it said, I don't understand how to go. Because apparently the command was left five. Ah. Screw you, stupid turtle man. Um, well. But yeah, so they, they um, you know, they programmed a rock to follow him around and it became his pet rock. And then they um, they created this big old goblin fortress that was going to attack their little town that they had made. And uh, and they kind of had, they, they they challenged all of the other people on their development team to create weapons and stuff that they could use against these goblins in a week. And then a week, this supposedly, this is a week after that happened. Um, and they, they played it and, you know, beat back the goblins with their gigantic, it was all scripted. So is this one <laughs> of those, uh, exclusives? I, I don't know. Well, well it sounds innovative at it, least. Yeah. It sounded really Cause I, cool. I would like to play this on my new PS4. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With, what next capabilities on your PS4? Oh yeah, actually, actually, during Sony's con- press conference, they had some pictures with the of the PS4, and it had something that looked a lot like a Kinect because it was like the eye. It's thing, the eye cam- camera, camera, but, but it had thing. two cameras on it, yeah, and it was wide and it looked like a Kinect. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> well, it's an obvious way to build it, right? I mean, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Does, uh, so they're yeah. copying Nintendo with the Move, and they're copying now the Connect. Yeah, but I don't think that the Move is actually going to be bundled with the. It's not. You know. The no, I understand PS4. that, but that, I was just talking about the idea of it originally. Right. Right. Yeah. It was the Wii Mode. Let's be honest. The, you know, Microsoft really hit it out of the park with the Connect. Like, yes, that was the perfect response to the Wii's mm-hmm. motion control. Sony's yes. move was dumb. Right. Sony's move was to copy them. Yes. Yeah. Um. So Smart Glass, they showed off uh, some stuff with Smart Glass. Um, you can see your progress in any game uh, at any time on your, you know, smart device. Um, and you can see friend stats in that, it, you know, compare how far you are with, you know, how far your friend is. I assume that, you know, you can compare achievements and everything. And that updates in real time. So they showed uh, as she was playing through... Uh, the level, the, fir- the level that they were showing off of, um, Rise, Son of Rome, uh, you know, her little progress bar was going up. 
Um, they, they also showed off the game DVR and live streaming, um, where, so they, they, they brought another, they brought another guy on stage and they, uh, played that, uh, fighting game. What was it called? Killer Instinct? Yeah. They played against each other and then, um, the guy that won kind of, you know, bragged about it and, uh, put up a, a, a little clip of himself, uh, you know, beating the crap out of the other character. So, yeah. Um, these seem like necessary features for every console in the next gen. Yes, indeed. Um, and actually, I'm really hoping... So, like, obviously the editing tools that they have built in are simple. And, you yes. know, because they have to be simple. Because, right. you know, the masses are going to be using them. But I really hope that they have a way to export them in some sort of, you know... Usable format to usable edit. Usable format yeah. so I can actually edit them. That's going to be tricky for them. I mean, what what method are they going to use to transfer it to your computer? Google Drive. Um, ne- not! not, not at all. No, no way, even close. Like, would it just be like mounted on the network file share kind of like thing? You know, you mm. know, like it's an open media device, and like, oh look, here's your file. That would be really weird because I live in a dorm, and everybody's in the same network. That would be very weird, yes. But I mean, how many methods would there be to transfer files? Like, um, I mean, drive? hopefully, hopefully, you can. You know, since since you have your account, like hopefully you can upload the you know raw. Oh, like they're gonna let you upload the raw. Well, I mean, it, yeah, whatever. It's gonna be compressed if it's uploaded. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It seems uh, like this is this this entire idea is in response to the mass popularity of Let's Plays going on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course, unless you're Nintendo. Unless you're Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I can imagine if Sam were here right now, he would just be like, <laughs> shut up, guys. <laughs> yep. Um, so they, they showed a, a trailer for Crimson Dragon, and um, they lost audio during that, and the crowd was laughing a lot and heckling, and it was hilarious. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they deserve that. Um, Dead Rising 3, apparently Dead Rising 3 is going to be an exclusive, I think, maybe? I don't remember. Um, but they, they, it's going to be an open world this time and there's not going to be any load times. So it'll be, you know, progressively loading. Um, unfortunately the voice actor that they had for the protagonist wasn't very good. He, uh, you know, kind of, he was hammy. Um, and you know, typical dead rising stuff, you know, it sounds like typical dead rising. You, you you know, you duct tape things together and, you know, throw saws with sledgehammers attached to them and. Being over the top, it's what Dead Rising is good at. Oh, yeah. Um, The Witcher 3 showed a trailer for that. Obviously, Witcher 3 is coming to everything. Um, Battlefield 4, 3, 4, also coming to everything. Um, They kind of had some technical problems with the the trailer again. um, And lots and lots of heckling from the crowd on that one. (laughs) Um, It eventually worked, and... uh, so they showed a, a mission from the single player campaign where you're you're on a an aircraft carrier and like but it seemed to be I'm not sure if it was like an enemy aircraft carrier or what because there were enemies all over the place and they were shooting them and you know well I mean it's Battlefield 4 so of course you're shooting people um and that was that was pretty cinematic but it seemed like you know a good kind of cinematic where you know they weren't completely taking control away from you to show you cool things um and <laughs> um yeah, he, he, he tried to say, uh, visited us at the Microsoft booth, but it came out, visited us at the Mika booth. 
It sounded funny. That is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. At least they had a booth, unlike CES. Right. Wait, what? What? They didn't have a booth? No. <laughs> oh, that's awkward. Um, Capybara and Jim Guthrie, uh, are making a, a, another project together. I'm super excited for that because th- those are the developers and the composer of Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Great game. Go buy it on Windows and Mac and Android and iOS and it's great. Um, they're, they're making Below, which is, uh, it, they didn't really tell us much about the game. I think it's a, a puzzle game. Um, kind of a top-down view, um, very simple, uh, you know, visuals, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't pixel art, it was more just kind of, you know, flat, um, stuff. Um, 343 is, surprise, working on a Halo game. What? Set to come out in 2014. That's a shocker. No, but do we know when in 2014, or was it just like, November? 2014. Like, well, when have all of the Halo games been coming out? I don't know. Holiday season. So November. Yeah. Yeah. Did they confirm whether or not it was Halo 5? They did not tell us anything. But it probably okay. is. The, yeah. the, whoever director, what's her face from 343 came on and I was like, oh, are you just going to talk about the, uh, the TV show that you guys are making again? No, apparently they're making a real game. It's um, probably just going to be like a big F you to the fans and be Halo Wars 2. Oh. <laughs> that would be great. I, that actually would be okay. And it'll be on Windows 8. Not. Not. Why would they do that? Why would they put an RTS on a computer? What oh are God, you talking about? Revolutionary. No, it is. Nobody's ever done that before. I don't think they have. <laughs> they honestly haven't. Titanfall. Titanfall. Holy cow. So, like, when I heard that Respawn Entertainment was finally, you know, showing us what they were doing, um, I was like, all right, you know, makers of Call of Duty. Call of Duty was, you know, good back in its time, you know, back in its prime. But it's not, you know, it hasn't really been good for quite a few years, in my opinion. And, uh, holy crap, Titanfall? Titanfall. It's Titanfall. It's a sci- sci- sci-fi shooter with jetpacks, like, jetpacks that aren't really, like, flying around jetpacks. They're more like double jump jetpacks or wall running jetpacks, you know, and mechs. Holy cow! Watch the uh, the gameplay of that. It looks so good. So Something I need to check out. Oh yeah. So like, obviously, being in a mech is a huge, huge advantage. Um, because you know you're in a big, giant mech and everything. And they look like they're actually pretty easy to control for you know, all things considered, because they're they're mechs. Um, and but uh, you know the and and so if if you're just like one on one against a mech, obviously you're not going to probably be able to win. But mechs can't go in buildings, and like you know it's you can you can wall run and like bounce between walls and avoid the fire from from mechs kind of effectively because you are a lot more more. Uh, um, yes. What's that called? Where you can move side to side fast. Um, agile. Agile, okay. you're a lot more agile than a mech. Good. And uh and like they they had this playable I think on the on the floor of E3 and people were like, you know, swarming mechs and and um you can call in your mech at any time during this game, you know, and it it it, it titan falls. Mm-hmm. Get it? I see. Uh down to Oh, uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh and uh and and then you hop into it. But but if somebody like catches you before you like are like fully into your mech uh they can jump on top of your mech and like start shooting you in it nice and 
at that point, you know, a good idea would be to to eject and send you both flying. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, it looks like a really good game. I want it. When do we have an idea when that's coming? 2014. Oh, of course. PC and Xbox One. They said yeah. during the press conference that Titanfall is coming exclusively to Xbox One, which is why I don't trust them when they say exclusive ever. But well, I don't understand why. Because we already know that it's coming to PC and Xbox One, and they I think liter- they literally said it's exclusive. I think it's exclusive well, to Microsoft. I think that's what they mean. I don't think that's what they mean. I, they they said exclusive to Xbox One. Yeah, exclusive until well, it's not. Well, who's actually including PC gaming in, in this anymore? You know, I think I think they're just referring to console gaming. It's essentially yes, but like I need to know which ones are really exclusive and which ones are actually coming to PC, because I need to know that. Well, you, you know what I mean? No, I don't. No, okay. Yeah. Um, and then finally, at the end, they told us that the Xbox One is coming out in November for $500. Woohoo! <laughs> now, now we, I do have to bring up our um, Xbox One special, because we did that, mm-hmm. remember? Yes. And some, I was here for that. Uh, yes, you were. Now, so we did play the game, how much would it cost? And so I said it would cost the same as an iPad, and so it does. Imagine that. Does it? Okay, I don't know how much I paid. Four ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how much do we remember? I wasn't around when you know the current generation started. How much was the Xbox three sixty when it first came out? I, I don't know. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred. Okay. So that's a two hundred dollar jump, and then was the PS three like six hundred or something? Oh man, I'll, it was ungodly expensive. Ridiculous. I think it was anywhere from six hundred to seven hundred, depending yeah. on what version you got. Yeah, the launch price of... And then, of course, there were, like, you know, the ones on, on eBay that were being sold for, like, $3,000. So, according to Wikipedia, the launch price, there's two models of the launch Xbox 360. Oh, yes. There was the arcade, and then there was the Pro. Well, so there was the <laughs> core and premium. So <laughs> oh, that was it. The, so, the yeah. premium had a 20 gigabyte hard drive. Woohoo! No, that was the big one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so that, the other one had like 512 megs or something. It's not even listed, so I don't know. So the core model was 299 and the premium one was 399 So, um, you know, it, this this new model is more expensive, but you're getting more stuff, like, significantly. Right. Right. The, you're referring to the one now. Yes, the new one. Okay. <laughs> I said that. The new I, one? I like it. Um, um, but also, do we know if there's any additional models of the um, Xbox One? No, I'm pretty sure there's just the one. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm actually enjoying this name. I like it that they named it the Xbox One. <laughs> Man. Ugh. Well, then. It seems, like, it seems like they're going back in time, though. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's made those jokes already. Um, well, actually, fine. Whatever. I, actually, just poo on my jokes. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a pretty good image um, online that said, like, which next-gen console is the one for you? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, they had, you know, a picture of each of the controllers right above the... They probably had know. to, like, sit at a desk for hours trying to figure out what they could someone, do. Someone got paid a ton of money uh-huh. to come up with that. <laughs> well, it's the internet, so you never know. I mean, some, you know... You probably saw it on some 4chan post. Probably. And, and then stole it. Yeah. And stole it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um... Now, on to Sony. Um, I watched the Sony press conference as well. Um, they really like their shapes. They do. They, they really like to show off the, you know, the X and the circle and the triangle yes, and the squares the, flying the, around and frolicking. They were the first in the woods to put shapes on their controller. They were. Of course. 
Nobody um, else has done it since. No. Because, I, I mean, you can't really convey dual analog in a, in a you know... Shape. Good way no. on a screen, you know. But, not really. Um, Just two circles. Two thumbsticks not... running around. <laughs> um, so the, the, the guy who they had up on stage, he was talking about, like, man, you know, over the next few days, you guys are just going to be eating up all of the all of the awesome news that's coming out of E3, and I felt like he was, you know, talking directly to me because that's what I wanted to be doing instead of biking around taking pictures. But that was fun, too. Well, and eating worms. And eating worms. Yeah. Oh, that was a good video. I'll yeah. post that video okay. in the show notes. Um, so obviously they started with the PS3, as, uh, just like, you know, the, um, Microsoft started with the, the Xbox 360. Um, the Walking Dead is getting a new episode this summer called 400 Days. We kind of suspected that, but, uh, you heard it here first from the Sony press conference. Uh, <laughs> we are actually breaking it live right now. Yes, right. <laughs> oh. Not. Oh. Uh, right. Yeah. Wait. No. <laughs> They, of course, talked about The Last of Us because The Last of Us is coming out, like, right now. Which is funny, because I'm sure we knew about it, like, a year ago. Oh, yeah, but, uh, but, uh, but they're, but they're going on and on about, like, oh, this is good, like, this is on, like, 50 different year game of the year lists. And I yada, thought you were going to say yada. 50 different consoles, and it's like, wow. No, not quite. 50 different consoles? That's impressive. I know. That's Considering w- there probably aren't 50 different consoles that are currently being developed for. <laughs> um... Puppeteer was uh, a cute-looking uh, adventure game. Um, we don't really know much about it. Um, they showed off Rain. Uh, we've known about Rain for a while. It's uh, you know that that game where certain characters are only visible in the rain, including the player's character. Um, Beyond Two Souls. I have never. I hadn't watched any like trailers for this before. Um, I just knew that it was like kind of this this astral entity who was following uh you know this girl around throughout her life and like helping her do things but it was like putting a strain on her relationship with other people or something like that i didn't really know what was going on is this the one that's kind of like heavy rain or developed by the same people who made developed heavy by rain? the same people yeah okay um and and well the trailer that they showed us here uh was it it they showed uh jody who's the main character um going through military training and then she was going out on some mission in some you know like middle eastern country or something to take out some warlord i totally read that as warlock not quite not quite no no. um and it looked really compelling like i i don't think that they said that it was beyond two souls at the beginning of the trailer so throughout the the trailer i'm going what game is this what game is this i've never heard of this before what's going on and then it was beyond two souls and they never mentioned the ghost person that, you know, you play as during the trailer at all. But uh it looked pretty it looked really good. Yeah. This is a game that I've been following for a while, something that I really want to play. And I mean it just looks fantastic graphically. Fantastic. No, but is that for the uh PS3 and four? Um I don't know if it's coming to four, but it is definitely I'm pretty sure it's only coming to the three. That's yeah. very odd. Well, but it doesn't matter because of the other thing that they announced later, which we'll talk about. Um, Still odd. Whatever. Okay. Um, uh, Gran Turismo 6, um, they talked about their new engine for the game a lot, like how it does uh, realistic um, like shock absorption and um, something about the the adaptive tessellation or something or other. And yeah, all techno babble and um, 
throughout the whole the trailer, I, I didn't realize that this was a PS3 game that they were talking about, so throughout the trailer I'm going, you know, this really doesn't look as good as Forza 5. And then I was like, oh, oh right, man. okay, that's fine then. <laughs> um, Batman Arkham Origins, of course. It looks dope as hell. Wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, they they had uh, a trailer where, um, what's that guy's name? Black Mask is, you know, putting out the bounty for, for Batman's head, essentially. And, uh, and, oh man. It looks good. It looks so good. Well, it's a Batman game, so how could it not be? Well, (laughs) apparently, you know, before uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, there really weren't any good Batman games. Well, yes, of course, but I mean... Yeah. Batman Arkham game, it's going to be fantastic. Um, Of course, Sony, you know, had to go and tell us that there are some DLCs and skins that'll be exclusive to, you know, their systems. Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto V, of course. Um, they announced some sort of, you know, themed headset that's coming to the PS3 or 4, uh, or something. Um, and then, and then they got back into talking about the PS4. Oh, the good one. They finally have showed us what it looks like. And what does it look like? It's a parallelopiped. Parallelopiped? Parallelopiped. I don't even have words to describe what you're talking about. How about the word parallelopiped? That's not a word. That is definitely a word. And I can't and describe it. <laughs> parallelopipeds are the superior geometrical shape. That so. represents a multidimensional trapezoid. Basically. Yeah, okay. Then. Yeah. Why don't you just say that? No! Why? Did you know? Did you know that when you take, when you take uh, two vectors and you take you know, the cross product of them, uh, the, the, uh, the cross product will give you the height of a parallel pipe or something like that. I don't know if that's how it works. Oh, no, no. Yeah, the... the Okay. The dot product is the volume of the parallel pipette. There's something with parallel okay, pipettes well, and vectors. I guess I didn't know Whatever. That. Makes it, sense. It looks weird. Really? It's not, like, it's angular. No, but I, I like it. It doesn't look pleasant to look at. No, though. I think it looks really nice to look at. I, I, I oh, think I'm it's really cool. I'm, I'm just a weirdo. Like it's really cool and unique. Um, but Although it's weird that at the same time just, it's like what? Well, just like the Xbox One, uh, when you look at its top surface, it has two different materials on it, mm. and it's really strange. So like, there's a black piece, but then there's a metal piece, and I don't really know what they're going for there. Um. Yeah. I wonder if. Do you think that maybe the shape is to prevent you from like sticking it into a corner and preventing airflow to? The fans or something I, I like that? I doubt it's that. Like, I doubt you would be designing I mean, it for that. Ever since I built a desktop, I have been very mindful of, like, airflow and I mean, with, without seeing systems. it in person, because I don't know how actually big it is. Right. Um, without seeing it in person, I don't know if that works. But let me just put this picture here in your uh, show notes section. Um, because you need to see the two different pieces of metal... Or not metal, actually, that, that well, make it if up. if it was made of metal, holy cow. Well, then it would have been a nice thing. But, I mean, it's two different, you know, it, it's two different textures. and t- It's just yes. very strange. Although the, the little light thing between the two pieces of That's a nice thing touch. is really great. I love it. And I, it does make more sense, uh, the, the two different, slightly different colors on this than on the Xbox mm-hmm. One. Like, especially when it's standing up, like, it's black on top and then dark gray on, on bottom. And I it assume, kind of looks nice. I assume the glossy plastic on is where you put the CD disc thing. I have no idea. I, I, I don't have to buy discs. Yeah, I know you don't, but everybody else does. 
everybody else needs to change their ways. Everybody yeah, not. Like you, I would love to see you download a 80 gigabyte game on your home internet. No, but I'm not going to be at my home. Most you, people are at their home. And by the way, none of the games that I have ever downloaded have been more than like 30. next gen. Next gen. Whoa. Yeah. We will eventually get to the point where we don't need CD-ROM trays, but event, but the, the public in mass has yeah. a want for them still. Yes, so. they have no people. internet. Disgusting. <laughs> Always on. Oh, speaking part of, of that, don't you understand? Speaking of internet, um, there was a group uh, at my church for the work camp that I was volunteering for from Kansas City. Oh dear. For a day. And, uh, and so I sat down at, at breakfast with, uh, with a group of them. I chose a group of guys specifically for this reason. And I was like, You're horrible, I think. You know, well, I, I, I was like, So, how's that Google Fiber? And luckily enough, I was sitting right in front of a guy who is a nerd, just like okay, us. Good. And he's like, You know, I live in a neighborhood that hasn't gotten it. Aww. It just kind of skipped over me. And I hate it. And, uh, and, and I'm like, and and he was like, yeah, my dad wanted to move to another like part of town yep. in order to get Google Fiber, but my mom was like, no, that's a bad part of town. We oh. can't go there. Well, we and, won't be bad soon. And so of course I asked him like, well, has it pushed the other you know internet providers to like up their to lower their prices or up their speeds or anything? And he's like, I think Time Warner like you know um, doubled their speeds or something, but nobody else has. And yeah. I'm like, oh, nobody well. else is going to either. That's too bad. But there you go, um, directly from the mouth of, of somebody who actually lives in uh, Kentucky, I mean Kansas City. Not Kentucky! <laughs> um, why are you waving at me? Um, stuff. Stuff. Okay. Look at the... This is the Nexus Marketplace. What? I, I didn't write that. Which chat? What are we talking about? That. Oh! Okay. You couldn't say that out loud. <laughs> Look at what he just wrote on the dock now. Oh no, what's going on? Don't say this out loud. <laughs> Too late. Oh. Okay, so I was trying to be subtle. But no, you know, no, see, Ian Buck doesn't do subtlety. There's no subtlety on this show ever. I'm Okay, I'm trying to have some level of professionalism. No, we get, well, that went out the window. <laughs> I, I apologize for trying to make this show flow well. Maybe there's a reason that we don't have sponsors. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, well. Um, we Regardless, talking... I, have, I have to get going soon. Okay. It's a good thing that I have Ryan here in his house. I agree. Yes. <laughs> um, Sony. So, we're talking about Sony or something, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, um... Oh yeah, Sony Pictures is going to have a bunch of movies available on PS4 and some new programming that apparently will be exclusive to PSN, and uh, it will be tailored for gamers. Which literally means nothing. No, not really. No. Um, and the the guy who was up there talking didn't seem to know no. anything about gamers. Um, oh, yeah. okay, that's fun. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, so music unlimited and movies unlimited. Lame. Uh, are going to be available on the PS4, of course. And yeah, okay. they'll also, of course, have a bunch of third-party streaming services like Amazon Prime and Netflix and all Oh, that you don't have to have and... a pass for. What? Well, you yeah. know, like uh, Xbox Gold Live, you need... You need... Oh, correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, those things are... You just use them. Yeah, no, yep. <laughs> um, Weird. He went into sports briefly, and I was kind of afraid. Everyone should be. Yeah, um, but he didn't get go into them too much. So that was good. 
Um, Sony Worldwide Studios has over 30 PS4 games in development. 20 of them will launch within a year of the PS4. Good stuff. That's very good. 12 of those will be new IPs. Um, One of those exclusive titles is going to be The Order by Ready at Dawn. And this was was a world, um, you know, announcement for this game. It uh, it looks to be kind of a a steampunk setting where they're fighting some sort of mutants in like you know misty London kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Very like the the guns they were using were kind of old timey, and then he pu- just pulls out like this thing that shoots electricity. And it yeah. was like, Whoa! well, you know, it's fine. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, I I, I want to play that. <laughs> uh, Killzone Shadowfall is is uh of course coming. Um, the of course. I I thought it was really funny because in the in the trailer, the gun that he was using looks a lot like the forerunner gun that you pick up uh in the Halo Four trailer from last year's E3. Like it kind of has like oh, the one that assembled together. Yeah, it kind of it seemed like it was acting like that gun, and I'm like this this is kind of copying, kind of. Well, yeah, but you know they pick up on something that's successful. Why not just copy it? Right. <laughs> Also, we have a connect now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Um, Maybe that connect is popular. Maybe we should just copy that. <laughs> they they showed us a few more games that uh, we saw at the PS4 reveal event: Drive Club, Infamous Second Son, and Mac. And then um, <laughs> they had this hilarious uh, um, trailer for for Dark Sorcerer. Where they had this this guy, he was a he's a dark sorcerer, and he was monologuing, and he has this giggling goblin henchman, and uh, and then and it was like it was all overly dramatic, and he's like going on and on about how he's going to you know bring bring some form of personal justice to the his enemies and yada yada, and then and then they they like zoomed out and uh, and they were they were actually like filming a trailer as like you know and and the guy like suddenly breaks character and goes like ah oh, you know I can, I can never get that last name right and and they're like all right it's, it's all right we'll just go from the top again you know and he's like well okay how did it look like you know i was really trying to get all of the facets of of you know this sorcerer's character and yada 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 and and you know it was all kind of a a commentary on like we can have super realistic facial expressions and everything now in in video games and stuff like that. And uh, it was it was humorous though, so it was pretty good. <laughs> um, let's see, I forget who who is making the Dark Sorcerer, but um, but yeah, it was it actually looked pretty good. Um, super Giant Games, the ga- the makers of Bastion, showed up to talk about their next game, Transistor. So um, when I heard it before they rolled the trailer, it's like, oh, that sounds like a great game. It has transistors in it. See it, and it looks like crap. <laughs> it does not look like crap. It's a great art style. Not acceptable. Shut up. Bastion was a great game. I didn't see it. Bastion was a fantastic game. Yeah. I don't play games. You. <sighs> um, I wanted more transistors in it, not less. <laughs> Too bad. Um. So... It was nice to see them uh, talking. So, so when they were talking about indie developers, they said that you know they are the leading console for indie developers, and it was nice to see them actually being upfront about the fact that you know they're not actually better than PC for indie developers. You know, well, it's impossible. 
Yeah, I exactly. to be better than PC. But like, but I mean, Xbox, Microsoft, I mean, was literally like, Xbox One is the best place for indie developers. Ah! And it's like, no. No, that's, that's not true at you, all. You're, like, the thing that made me most mad about Xbox, about Microsoft was that like, you guys literally have another, another system that tons and tons of games are available on, and you never talk about it, you never promote it, you just Xbox, Xbox, Xbox all the time, and you just ignore Windows. And it makes me mad. So mad. Well, it, it's not what the people care about. Well, and it makes sense, too, because 90% of Windows computers suck too much to even play a game. That's why they took Pindle out. But the kind of people who are going to be... <laughs> it was wa- too graphically demanding. It was. Oh, my God. It was. You know, when I found out that that wasn't in Windows 7, I went and downloaded it. Good. And installed it on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> but, um... What was I going to say? I don't know. No. So, like, I feel like Sony kind of has an unfair advantage here because they can't piss me off that way. You know, Sony has no other right. systems that they need to focus on. It is the PS4 that I'm interested from them, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. Um, so, you know, there's that. But, uh, yeah. So, they suddenly they had just, like, a, a ton of independent developers on stage playing the games that they are creating for the PS4. And I think there were, like, at least, like, six of them, like, around around the stage and, you know, with, with like, their game up behind them as they're playing it. And it was quite a sight to see. Like, hey, Microsoft likes to talk about their indie developers, but no. Like, P- Sony just brought out a bunch of independent developers and were like, boom. Right. Look at us. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. Um, so then, then they showed a Final Fantasy, um, uh, trailer and. And they were trolling everyone. What do you mean they're trolling everyone? Well, so in the trailer, they, they, you know, they, they bring up the guy who makes Final Fantasy. The guy's been working on it. Oh, oh, I guess, uh, okay. Kyle's gone. Okay. Bye bye, Kyle. Have a good one. Um, (laughs) so. Um, in, in, they, they were kind of a troll about it because, so they, they roll the guy and then the guy says, here's Final Fantasy versus 13. And so then they, they go and go through all the trailer and then at the end of the trailer, they say, but the world is changing. And then the, the, you know, the emblem for the Final Fantasy game explodes and then it reforms, but with a 15 instead. Okay. I didn't, I didn't catch. Well, actually I was rather confused, but I didn't right. catch the significance well, of that. Well, it's because the 13 franchise traditionally had been a crapshoot because nobody liked it. Mm-hmm. And this was a part of the 13 franchise, but it's not anymore now. They just rewrote it to be a part of the 15. Okay. Yeah. Wait, the 15 has already been something? No, no, no. 15 is un, Taken. So this is this, new. This okay. is going to be the 15th. Okay. And, I mean, like, I've never been interested in JRPGs really any out, before. I, you know, I've never really been interested in anime either, so... You're missing same, out even more. The same people. I you need know. a toothbrush. Also, I think it's funny that you talk about how you don't like to read comics, but, you know, manga all over the comics. place. I want my shows to talk to me. I don't want to don't read sh- them myself. You read mangas, right? No, I no. hate that. Okay, It's good. disgusting. Okay, then, okay. No double standards there. No. Um, but... I must say, fifteen looked really good. Yes, and so I, I am. I kind of want to get it. it. They're taking a much more action-oriented route mm-hmm. um, in this game, unlike previous games. And so your party is also less defined. So you run around and shoot things and jump on things, much like you know, like Sleeping Dogs and um, games where you jump around and shoot things. Sleeping Dogs. Oh, that one—the one that used to be 
true crime or something like that and then we'll pretend was i know what i'm renamed. talking about. i i know what you're talking about yes um yeah but so then they they also boom came out with kingdom hearts 3 and they did it in a really weird way and then really it wasn't that exciting well i mean for fans of the franchise i know I, I but think it was would have been pretty exciting. but but at the end of it they like they show some mediocre gameplay but then they say in development, and they don't say anything else. It was kind of weird. Well, but I mean, at least we know that it's a thing. Now. Is it? Is it a thing? Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm. Um. Then they brought out uh, Ubisoft. That was pretty good. I actually enjoyed this one. Yeah, and they they demoed uh, Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. They were ha- kind of having some problems. Yeah, with there was the Ubisoft we games. Yeah, like, it would like the video would just kind of stop. Yeah, and I don't know. Like the guy on stage seemed to still be playing. But, it, like, the video that we were seeing was stopped. So I th- right. think he may have had a continuous video and they, they were, I don't know. I, I, I assume they were trying to do, like, a stream from his unit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. it happens. Um, so they've added quite a bit to naval combat. Um, they they had, you know, the in, in Assassin's Creed 3, the cannons all just kind of shot, like, straight out from where you were. But now you can kind of arc shots. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and they they also were dropping like explosive barrels into the water and and luring the enemy ship into that area and then shooting and blowing up the the you know barrels in order to, to bring down a ship that was much much larger than themselves. Exciting. Um, of course, they had you know the classic uh, sneaking around, not being seen by people while you're uh, uh, eavesdropping on them. Mm-hmm. You know, classic Assassin's Creed stuff. Right. He was in the forest and uh, yeah, just. Getting ready to mug everyone. Um, there didn't seem to be a lot of, like, visual feedback on him being hidden and stuff. Um, you know, cause, so, like, in Assassin's Creed 3, whenever you're hidden in a bush, there was, like, kind of this little dot above your head and then, like, lines going to, like, kind okay. of the corners of the area that you could be hidden in. Mm-hmm. There was none of that on the screen. Like, he was clearly eavesdropping on people, but there were no prompts on there right. as to, like, where the radius of you could, you, you can go this far away from them and still be eavesdropping on them kind of thing. Right. I assume that it, the the visual cues are still going to be in the game, and they just didn't have it in there because it was a, a demo. You know, a demo. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. or if it's not, it'll be much harder than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. But he seemed to be doing just fine. So cheater. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. You know. Watch Dogs. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's what I. Score. That's what I meant. By the way, not oh. Sleeping Dogs. I don't know what that is. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what a Sleeping Dog is. Watch Dogs. You know, it's funny because Sleeping Dogs actually is a game. That's probably why I did it. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't. I don't get on a lot. No. The, I liked the Watch Dogs demo. It was very did. good. <laughs> so uh, I forget. Are you interested in getting that game? Uh, if it comes out on a computer, I might oh, it try is. it. Yeah, yeah. We already know I could, that. I could try it. I probably wouldn't be able to win, so I don't well, know why I bother. But we'll be able to play together and like affect each other's games, and it'll be great. Yeah, but see, yeah, but see, games where yeah. I can't win, I don't tend to play. You can win at it. I mean, there's probably there's a story that I would imagine that you finish or something. And I am. T- oh, the mic is down there. The pop filter is just deceiving me. I'm too tall for this. Get shorter. Okay. Um, this is called slouching. So in the watchdog, uh, the watchdogs mission, they, you know, you're, you're, 
uh, objective was to help your friend escape from this apartment where he was trying to steal something. Oh, and that was the funniest thing he was trying to steal. It was a motherboard. <laughs> well, and I thought it was great. Well, no, he was actually there to get some information oh, well, for he was, you. He was going to take a motherboard. But yeah, he had this motherboard in his head. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. And I'm like, what kind of motherboard is that exciting? Like, you don't, it's not in a graphics card. It's not, like, it's not like, you know, he didn't find like a, a, an Intel Xeon or something no, like that. It's a Skylark. Five generations away from us. Sure. Okay. Whatever. I, right. Because this is near future. Right. But no, it, this is clearly a motherboard. It was just like. It was wonderful. Alrighty. I thought that was the best part. <laughs> um. So so there was plenty of you know hacking and stealth and timing based. Um. Well, you know, it, it wasn't like timing based where it was like quick time events, but it was like right. timing based where it was like, oh, the police are looking in this area. I have to kind of drive yeah. around them and be sneaky and mm-hmm. um. I thought it was really cool as a game concept that you're the main player, your main character, and you control him, but then when somebody else needs your help, you just go and hack some cameras, and then you go away off screen, and you go and help the other one oh, by yeah, telling yeah. them what to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and I mean, like, um, so, like, in, in, like, Call of Duty, you know, sometimes you can take you can take control of like a uav right mm-hmm. but your body is obviously still there in the world right uh just on sitting there on a laptop so enemy players can easily just come up to you and shoot you if right. you're not in a protected area yeah um i hope that that's not the case in this game because this is a single player game it would be kind of a bold. troll yeah yeah if if you just died arbitrarily. well you probably do it only when you like are hiding right okay yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, that that part of the game was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then of course they showed off a another player on a mobile device helping the player who was in our game, the game that we were watching, by you know scrambling a helicopter's guidance systems. And I think I think they did some stuff. Yeah, I don't know what they did. Yeah, it that wasn't was clear. That was about it. Yeah. Um, and then and then um, you know, he had to get away by initiating a citywide blackout. Um, which seems kind of extreme. Yeah, yeah, so I saw that, and I thought, like, how does that work as a skill that you can use in the game? Like, if you do it once, do they figure out how to... There's an app for that. (laughs) There is an app for that. But once you do it once, like, do you run out of that forever? Because that seems like something they would get fixed. Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, but they've never patched any of the other, uh, you know, loopholes that he's been using in their stupid system. Yeah, those are mediocre loopholes the NSA wants you to use, but if the power's off, they can't do it. That doesn't make sense! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they want they want to use it too, so they're not going to patch those. All right. Well, I wonder if his Verizon account has been looked at. Uh, he doesn't use Verizon. Okay. AT and T. Okay, whatever. But he's still. But wasn't the yeah the NSA they're, thing they're, all they're, of the yeah, carriers? All, yeah. All. And he has a smartphone, so there you go. Yeah, he's screwed then. Yeah. Um. And I uh, blah blah blah. Sony announced that they are having an hour ex- of exclusive game gameplay and an exclusive outfit for Aiden Pierce. Neither of which are exciting. Not really, no. I mean, an hour, unless unless this game is like, oh, a 12-hour campaign, you know, an hour isn't going to make that much of a difference. Yeah. Um, Sports more, sports, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Didn't get anything out of coming it. Coming to PS... Well, it's coming to PS4. An MMO... On a console. How often does that happen? Literally all the time now. Really? I think so. Like what? Like, um... Ow. Final Fantasy fourteen, like, um... Destiny, a semi-MMO. Well, but that but that's next-gen as well. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so in the new world it happens all the time. Okay. But, I mean, I, I think it's pretty exciting. I wonder if it's going to be cross-platform with the PC. That would be good. 
It should be. Okay. Yeah. Because if it's an actual MMO and not just like a fake game where you're put in an instance battle with your friends, if it's a like, right. open world MMO, it should be completely cross-platform. That would be nice. Yeah. That'd be very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they'll be using Steam for that. Oh, no. Well, because they tried doing cross-platform play between the PS3 and, uh, you know, the Steam versions of Portal 2. That didn't work out? No, it did work out. Oh. Um, it was just that, you know, right after that happened, um, the, uh, the, the whole, you know, PlayStation Network getting hacked fiasco happened oh, right. and everybody yeah, lost their accounts and it was bad. And... Yeah, well, maybe they'll figure that out next time. And it actually was interesting because if you bought the, the, like the, the PlayStation 3 version of the game, you got an access code to get the Steam version of the game on PC Reasonable. as well, um, which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, boo, boo, boo. and of course, I never actually played with anybody cross-platform no. uh, on Portal 2 because I don't really know people with PS3s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mad Max, pretty gruesome, but understandable. I, I ignored that one. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, they, of course, brought up the fact that they have no restrictions on used games, uh, disc-based games, of course, and there will be no online checks. Good move. People in the crowd literally started going wild and started chanting, Sony, 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 and it was hilarious. Yeah. So I, I thought that was, that was good, but then a day later they say, well, we're not stopping anyone from doing it though. So if they, if, if EA wants to screw you over, they can. Don't well, but it. nobody's ever stopped EA from doing right, that. Right. But, you but know? so like, I feel like Microsoft just said, We'll just take the brunt of this so you guys don't have to deal with but it. The, but, yeah, but that's biting them in the butt now. Is it? It's bad. Yeah, no. It, it has completely overshadowed the Xbox One, like, the fact that the Xbox One is a thing. Yeah, because it's not. Um, And I didn't really realize how bad it yeah, was know, until the Sony press conference when all of the journalists were chanting Sony. And I'm like, it's over. Yeah. It's I, I, so I, over. I agree. But, uh... You can see the trade-offs they were they were making. And of course, there's this great video that's going around share, showing how you share games. Yes, with with a Sony console. And they're, they're like that's an official video that, I know. that Sony made. I know. We need to get a link to that. Yeah, I'll, and, I'll get you a link. Later. Okay, good. Okay. Um, so he, of course, you know, reiterated their focus on social aspects like cross-game voice chat and uh, the share button, you know, for for screenshots and for mm-hmm. uh, videos and stuff. Um, PlayStation Plus um, will apply to PS4, of course. Single player and media won't require it, um, but it sounds like in order to play multiplayer games now, you will have to be a PlayStation Plus member. But there's some extension to that. So some games can skip that requirement, and if they provide their own servers, their own multiplayer Ah, infrastructure, you can do multiplayer. I don't know which game it was, but one of the games that somebody talked about allows you to do it just fine. You just, you pay them instead. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, of course, that's like, what, five bucks a month, I think? And um, you know, I yeah. looked at it and it was actually almost reasonable. Yeah. And especially since, you know, they have the instant game collection, um, that's continuing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they add a new game, new, well, several new games to that each month, I think. And not to mention and- when you're a PSN subscriber, you actually get discounts on the games that you can yep. buy. So yep. it's almost worth it if you want to buy games online. And I think, I mean, if 
if you just wait for games to come on to the instant game collection, you can pretty much be occupied mm-hmm. entirely for five bucks a month and not have to worry about buying games ever. And un- unlike the PS3, PSN, the PS4 is internet aware and it's built for right. that so more games will get there much faster yes yes yeah. mm-hmm. and actually and like i've i've seen the list of games that they have on the the instant collection and it's they're pretty solid games mm-hmm. you know um destiny 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 oh is there an earthquake no okay what what okay come on now the core gotta get over oh, that just that's spelled different is it yes spelled with an i at the end no, it isn't. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, stupid. go watch the movie. I don't have movies. Oh right, I have it. No, you brought cut. it back. Oh, I did. Okay, good. <laughs> um, actually, when when I said Destiny, I was thinking of the ship in Stargate Universe because I was just watching Stargate Universe earlier today. That but would require knowing about that. Yeah. Um. So they they showed off some pretty awesome gameplay. Um. Of course, you know it was a couple of the developers of the game. And, uh, they were, you know, heckling each other and, you know, playing together. And it was, uh, it was really cute. And it, uh, the game was acting like a pretty awesome blend between Halo and an MMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I approve heavily. Yeah, I like it. Um, so it also has some Guild Wars elements in it too. So, like, you can play single player almost, but then when mm-hmm. there's an event going on and other people can participate, they just do. Yeah, because they, they showed up, they, they, like, crossed through this wall. And then another one of their friends showed up, and then they're like, whoa, there's this big ship that's coming and dropping enemies everywhere. Mm -hmm. And, oh, it's an event that we just uh, joined. And then a bunch of other random players, like, drove up on these hover bikes. Right. And uh, I really like that concept. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. So I like the ability in an MMO to play alone, but also play with people. Mm -hmm. Right. But not being forced to feel like I have to do either. Guild Wars. True, true story. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Destiny, of course, has not been announced for PC yet. But uh, what what is it announced for? Um, most of the consoles. Okay, let's let's try one more time. PS4, Xbox One, okay, and no. I'm pretty sure that it's coming to current generation okay. Xbox 360 and PS3 as well. Okay, so that's good. Um, Sam was complaining about how it hasn't been announced for uh, the Wii U yet. Not enough memory. So. Really? Yeah. How much memory does it have again? Negative 10. That's not a number. Isn't it? That's not a memory number. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. I'm just saying. Don't be a troll. I am. Uh, no. Sam's not even here to I understand. defend himself. Well, so I, I, I can see why they don't really need to focus on it. So, um, you know, there's not enough we use out there. And sure. Well, yeah, and it's not the, it's not the right fan base, necessarily. Yes, and besides, that's, that's the real problem. they'd probably make the PC version before they made the Wii U version. I would approve of that. Yeah. Um, so they also finally told us what they're doing with their in, uh, acquisition of Gaikai. They will have a streaming service for the PS3, for, for PS3 games on PS4, PS3, and eventually Vita as well. So, now I really need to buy a PS4. I, I, like, yeah. this is a selling point for me, a huge selling point now, for me. That's what they said they were going to do. Now we just have to see how well they can implement exactly. it. Exactly. And we need, we also need to see, like, how many games are going to be exactly. available on that. And, right. you know. Because if there's only, like, literally 25 PS3 games, it's kind of worthless. Yeah. There needs to be, you know, uh, 80% of the entire PS3 collection. It needs to mm-hmm. be bulk bag gaming. Yeah. 
And if they do, if they do this right, which, I mean, I, I really hope that they do it right, um, because they've done a lot of other things right so far, I am definitely going to buy a PS4, because then I will be able to play all of the, you know, the, the games from the last generation that I mm-hmm. missed out on, like, you know, Rockstar's, um, uh, Red Dead Redemption, right. for example, you know, that mm-hmm. never made it to PC, um, stuff like that. Uh, and then I will also be able to play other, you know, games that are exclusive to the consoles, right. uh, going forward. Now, I wonder how much that would cost. Like, hopefully it, for like PlayStation Plus members, it'll be a, oh, well. Because it's such a, it's a, it should almost be a separate thing. Mm-hmm. Because, or, or an add on, like a second tier of PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping that like, for example, if you bought a game through PSN for the PS3, that you will be able to just, that like, that will transfer, that sale will transfer over to the streaming service. So let's say I bought Final Fantasy 13 for the PS3, and on my PS4 I should just be able to play it through Gaikai? Uh, uh, did you buy it on disc or did you buy it through the PSN? I bought it through disc. Well then no, okay, because they can't well, track that sale. Well, that's not my problem, they should have thought ahead. What? No! Serial codes, man. No! Okay, well, let's pretend I did Nobody buy it. Nobody wants to deal with codes. That's one of the issues here. Miners. Let's pretend I did buy it on their On PSN the PSN. Or, yeah. Then, then I, like, the hope for me that I, I think mm-hmm. that would make sense. Okay. It would make sense for that to be but the But just thing. with no extra fees, though? Yeah. Mm. I, I don't feel like Cause they, they know that, cause they know that you bought it. It's registered on your account. I know, but they have to have the servers and, and they have to use the bandwidth. It's, well, they have to have the servers already anyway, you know. But they don't. It's, it's if, slightly different in terms of servers, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, they have to have bunches of infrastructure and you need to be ha- paying a subscription for that. Right. That's a subscription level service. They already have a subscription service. Yeah, but that's cool. an expensive subscription service. Right. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, $10 a month. Let's go. Ten, oh, okay. Wait, are you saying $10 a month and you get access to all of the games? Or $10 a month and... To the games that you own. And, okay, and, and then you also have to pay, buy each game individually. Right. Mm, I don't like that. But... Well, because, I mean, OnLive doesn't do it that way. OnLive is Alternatively, just, you could just order the discs if you piece your games from Amazon. That's your alternative. But I don't have a PS3. Oh, and buy that too. But no! Well, see, there you go. I don't want to have to pay all that extra money. Pay one way or the other. No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm doing this the cheap way. <laughs> no. The good cheap way. Okay, fine. Yes. So how much is this PS4? $400. Wait, so the PS4 is $400? Yeah. Oh. It's like fours on fours. Four, four, four. Wait, that's $100 cheaper than that other console that we've been hearing about. That restricts Oh, you mean you. the Wii U? Oh, wait. No, wait a second. No, what? Xbox One! <laughs> Whoa! How did you get that one there? What the the note? What? Okay. No. Um. So how much does the Wii U cost? It is three fifty three fifty for the um premium model, which is thirty two gigabytes of online storage. Or for sixteen gigabytes, you can do the regular model, which is three hundred. Okay. Yeah. So wow, we got a nice price range. We right do here. have a great price That's range. Great. Although the Wii U is such a joke in its hardware specs, who cares? Right. Yeah. Now. Considering that, um, I think back, you know, mm, yeah, back when, back when the PS4 was first announced, um, PC Gamer had this kind of article about like, well, from what the specs are that we think it's going to be, uh, you can currently build, you know, a, a, a gaming PC for $600 that's equivalent to that 
400 is a much better price. Right. But of course, they're also subsidizing that in oh, part yeah, of course. by their, you know, gaming licensing. Right. So it probably does cost more around 600 to actually make. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when is that available? Um, holiday season. We don't really know. So exactly. November. Probably November. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a story. Yep. Yeah. So that's, uh, that, that was Sony. Um, Shall we do we do we want to talk about the the three consoles before we get into Ubisoft? There's other consoles? What are you talking about? No, like like let's let's literally actually like talk about the consoles and compare them head to head. Okay, go ahead. So Wii U. No. It's been out for a while. No, I thought that was um, your comparison. No, no, no. Okay. We so um Oh man, I wish Sam were here because I'm no expert on on, you know, console No one is. Uh you know, beefiness. Um but the Wii U is definitely not as wimpy as everybody makes it out to be. Yeah, but it's not as good as anyone wants it to be. Right. That's the problem. Sam's happy, and he's actually pretty picky about graphics. So I'm not good enough. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yep, That. so, I mean, if you're any sort of Nintendo fan, that's really the one that you want, because it has all of the Nintendo games and everything, but none of those are interesting to me. Right. Um, Sam would take great offense at that, but, you know, he always does. Um, Xbox One is, uh... It's more expensive, but you get more peripherals, so you get, you get, uh, your, um... More peripherals? Well, you get your eye thing, your, uh, Connect. Yeah, the PS4 has an eye thing. Yeah, but that doesn't come with it. Yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah, because the, the, the controller has the little bar that's a different mm, color depending on which player you are. I don't think So it has to have some sort of camera that comes with it. I don't think it comes with it. I feel like it does. Don't think so. Okay whatever um and uh but yeah so so the xbox one has tried you know they've been setting it up as the kind of everything tv uh box and um and that's fine for you know normal people uh but at the same time the Wii U is good for normal people because it has all of those, you know, wonderful casual games that people love to play together, right? So when you when you pre-order the Xbox, or the, when you pre-order the PS4 on Amazon, it comes with the PS4 system in black, mm-hmm. DualShock 4 controller, which is wireless, an HDMI cable, a power cable, a wired headset, something or other, I don't know what that is, and a USB charging cable. There is no camera that comes with the $400 unit. Okay. Just saying. Never mind then. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the what's with the blue bar that on you know the LED. Well, so if you do get the eye camera thing, a jig, you can do that. Okay, but it doesn't come with it. Interesting. So pay another hundred dollars to match parity, but otherwise, no, don't bother. Okay. But of course, no games are going to be like using that on the PS4. So probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Um. Yeah. Um. And then the PS4. Uh. You know, four hundred dollars. Um. Middle of the road. The only one that's sort of backwards compatible with, uh, you know, their previous Which generation. We, we'll see how backwards Exactly, compatible. yeah. We st- we'll still need to see on that. Um, I definitely enjoyed the, you know, their choice of games at their press conference a lot more than the, the, uh, Microsoft's choice of games. Um, but I mean, that's, that's, you know, since not all of those are exclusives and everything, it's not really an indication of, of which one to go for, mm-hmm. but uh, I do think that I'm going to go with 
PlayStation 4 here because they don't have all of the, you know, always online restrictions and stuff. And, like, that's never going to be a problem for me. But I also don't want to validate Microsoft's decision by saying, it's okay, you can do that, I'll buy your console anyway. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to support the people who are, you know, open, being nice to us. Yeah. And actually are nice to indie developers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. Reasonable. So, I mean, currently, I don't know if I'm going to have enough money to be able to afford a PS4 right when it comes out. Um but I would definitely like to get one eventually, and uh, you know, because then I'll have a nice backlog of games. Oh, but I still have a giant backlog of games on my PC. <sighs> Darn, my life is so hard. Is it? Yes. I don't know about that. I kind of wish that I could just sit around at home all summer and play video games. What a terrible thing! But I can't because mm. I need money. I agree. Yeah. What are your thoughts on which part? On the consoles. I'm you, rambling. You know, you know, the the console market is really uh, kind of one-sided here. So you have the Wii U for people who don't really like games. Which is funny. It is, isn't it? Sure. Because it's not a console I could recommend to anyone well, to buy. I would say that the Nintendo games are more just pure games than right. the other games. Right, right. So, you uh, know? I, well, yeah, I guess yeah. so. And so... Uh, like in the sense that a board game is a game, right? You know, yes. and doesn't have like a story to right. it. It's so, not like an it's not like an art form. If we're going with that, I can totally agree. Yeah, um, Mario has no story. Exactly. So true. Um, well, it has a story, but it's so thin, it doesn't really count. Yeah. Uh, and then you have things like the Xbox that has premier titles, specifically Halo um, yeah. and whatever they else they call yeah. it, mm-hmm. and. That's that's the only reason I could ever buy an Xbox just to pay Halo, but I wouldn't actually because I couldn't win. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So I just go read it in Wikipedia. Ah, but wait, was it the Xbox One where a friend can help you out in a tough spot? You just invite oh, them to yeah, play for you yeah, and uh, them on Skype their or something, yeah right? yeah. That is a terrible thing. Um, but then you have the uh, PS4 that um you know does pretty much everything you want. It can play Netflix without paying for the ability to use Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can bet that the JRPGs that you love are going to be on it. Right. But you know what? There aren't any JRPGs. There really aren't. There's just Final Fantasy, and that's basically it. And that's a problem. And, <laughs> and honestly, there's one or two per console generation. And it's uh, at this point, I've basically just given up. Okay. So there are really no games that I am looking for right. or caring about. And the consoles are great, but they're still too expensive in retrospect and in light of all the other consumer electronics that everyone buys now. Mm. Yeah, I actually am trying to decide between a PlayStation 4 and a nice DSLR because, you know, now right. that, now that right. I've had one for a week mm-hmm. and even though I've just been using it on, like, you know, all of the auto settings, I'm like, oh, Well, so you said one. DSLR and I'm thinking, what console could that stand for? Oh, my gosh. I was like, <laughs> oh, camera. The, um, the DS Large. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes, larger. Yes. LR. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Good. There's an R in large. Larger. But okay, fine. Whatever. Um <laughs> Yeah. I also managed to watch about five minutes of Ubisoft's press conference. So it was kind of funny because they started off with a guy, a musician, just kind of rocking out on stage on his guitar, right? And I was like, huh, 
you know, Microsoft and Sony both just like got straight into like the games and everything, and they were just like thing after thing after thing. It's like it's kind of nice to see that Ubisoft doesn't have to worry about you know a console war. You know, they can just kind of take their time, have some nice music. Oh wait, this is Rocksmith. This is actually a game. Oh, Oh. (laughs) that's pretty good then. Yeah. Um, and so Rocksmith is uh, apparently for like people who actually want to play how to, you know, learn how to play a guitar, not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not people who want to click buttons up here and right. strum a clicky thing down here and clicky. Yeah, clicky. Mm-hmm. It does that. It click, click, right. click, clicks. Um, and, uh, and so, so then they, um, the host comes on. Guess who the host is? I don't know. It's the same lady as oh. last year. Guess what she has on? Nothing. No. Okay. Good. She has a, she has on a black shirt that has some white text on it. The white text is hashtag girl girlwood. <laughs> so evidently, her talking about girlwood last year created such like hype not 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 hype but you know su- such a reaction that oh they, and the reaction all right that they brought her back and literally were acknowledging. Yes, she talks about Girlwood. Oh, Tweet okay. about it. <laughs> you know how bad that is. And then, and then, like immediately, um, a- a- after the musician leaves the stage, she says something about like, uh, they they were talking about some band or other, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Do you know how many dirty things I've done to that band?" And I'm like, "Really, really." And that's about all I saw from Ubisoft's press conference. <laughs> We're so prepared for this. Uh, no. <laughs> just just no. Yeah, no. So, that was E3, everybody. <laughs> All the important stuff from E3. Most of it, anyway. Most of it, yeah. Um, EA, I, EA had a press conference, didn't watch it. Well, no, because um, in order to watch it, you have to um, uh, sign a Durham contract. Ah, yeah. right. And you have to, you know, play. Always on. <laughs> yeah, you have to... You have to by the the next uh you know annual iteration right. of their of yes. their press conference because you know it's a yearly uh franchise exactly and but it's got a new engine this year oh great yes <laughs> yes yes it does a new engine with the same output <laughs> i'm so done with this okay well let's um... let's just hit, get our flight back to minnesota Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. we we lost two people on our way back, so <laughs> that's okay. So we we just need to go back with the same number of people as we left with. So let's just go find a couple of people here and in Los Angeles. Shouldn't be hard. There's a lot of homeless people here in Los Angeles, right? They're creepy though. We'll just bring, we'll, it's fine. We'll just bring them back. Okay, it's good. Yeah, we'll okay. tell them we're going for an airplane ride, and they'll be like, "Oh, hey. that does not sound suspicious at <laughs> all." Just so you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey, do you remember in the core that one time when they were like, Sir, we need you to come to your jet? And he's like, I have a jet? This is no, at the I beginning guess. of the movie. Okay, I guess. College so. professor. I, I guess I've seen it. Two Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Good movie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice to specials. Why are you so much fun? Yes, well, uh, have a good one. <laughs>